All right, all right, all right. What is going on, everybody? And welcome on in to a brand new episode of the Cinema Lords Podcast. Episode number 16. And uh, I'm going to start off right by the top. I'm not going to lie to any of you guys. I'm hurting today. Uh, went, out to, went out to Boston last night with a lady. Went and catched some Boston live shows. Had a great time. Had a little too much fun. I'm paying for it today. I'm a little slow. I'm a little... Uh, my brain's not exactly firing as good as it normally is. But the show must go on. Um, when you guys are all watching this, it'll officially be December, which means the countdown to Christmas is on, which is crazy that we're already in the month of December. For those of you guys that follow the show on social media, you guys will see that I just put out a nice little uh, 25 days of Christmas viewing schedule, my own little my own little tweaks on it, trying to mix in some things. We're going to be talking about that. We have a lot to talk about today. We're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. We're going to be talking 1899. We're going to be talking White Lotus. The Andor finale for season one. We're also going to be talking a little Glass Onion, a couple of other things sprinkled in as well. So we have a lot to do. Uh, let's start off by uh, going around the horn as always, though. It's the usual squad that we've had as of late on the ones and twos this week, keeping things fresh. Mr. Moose, Seth, what's going on, baby? Hey, fellas. How we doing? Uh, hope everybody's Thanksgiving was good out there. Uh, it's nice that we switched over to Christmas. I don't know. A lot of you guys know me by now. I'm not the best like Christmas-spirited guy, but... Uh, I got the Christmas spirit going this year. Love to see I, I got that. the tree up in my house. Um, I'm already started ripping into some Christmas movies. There we go. I watched Elf again, and it re- just reconfirmed that the movie sucks. Oh my god! Uh, I just want that <laughs> out <of the> <laughs> before we start. Jesus. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad we turned the page over to uh, over to December, and uh, I got the Christmas spirit. So let's uh, let's keep it going. I do love to hear that because I am a huge Christmas guy myself. I always get very uh, festive as early as I can. I have all my shit up usually by Thanksgiving and stuff like that. Today, I don't have too much spirit of any variety. I'm kind of <laughs> lacking, lacking spirit of any 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 of any variety. You're like bad Santa, like the yeah. <laughs> and bad Santa. <laughs> so I guess a little little slow on the trigger, but it was worth it. I had a great time. And then uh, my co-host today, you guys know him very well at this point, our aficionado of all things Westeros, but. As you guys have seen, he's a man of many talents at this point, Mr. Luke Klein. Lukey, baby, what's going on? Doing well, doing well. Uh, yeah, I think we got a great show today. Uh, like you said, got Christmas around the corner here. Well, some shots already fired from Mitts on Elf again, you know. <laughs> not yep. not going to let that one pass. But, uh, but yeah, uh, finale of Andor. Uh, we went and saw Glass Onion in, in theaters. Right. So. yeah. <laughs> cool movie. Maybe talking a little glass onion. Yeah, maybe maybe not a full spoiler thoughts, look, but, but <laughs> maybe to tell people if they should go see it or not, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm ready for a good show. I already can tell you my views on that movie. Which, uh, I fell asleep. Let's put it that way. Did you? Really? Oh god! Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that, that hasn't felt, happened in a while. I took an Adderall like probably three hours before we left. Had a vodka Red Bull right before we walked in at Dave and Buster's. Still fell asleep oh like an hour god. and twenty minutes in. Wow! I was just <laughs> so bored. Oh my oh, lord, man. have mercy! All that was missing was the key bump on the way in, yeah. the way into the yeah. movie theater. Like, let me tell you, we were at the Providence Place Mall in one of those back theaters, so it was tight. It was packed, too, so we were, like, congested and stuff. It was oh. hot in there. Didn't even care. Just put my head straight down and took a little quick like the old man, the old man nap, too, with, like, the head down, <laughs> yeah. like, arms crossed. Yeah. Had, had to have missed a good 10 to 15 minutes easily. But, uh, but the town was stir-fried before we went that's true. Well, that's hibachi true. action. Hibachi was the best Put part right of the night sleep. by far. Hibachi, <laughs> hibachi was dope. <laughs> uh, but now D- we've diced onions greater than glass onions. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, like onion volcanoes. I like that. I like glass that. Onions. Yeah, no, I, uh, we had a good time. But yeah, we'll, talk, we'll definitely talk a little glass onion a little bit. Um, now that we know what we got here today, first things first, I want to keep mentioning, like we have been at the top of the top of the show, we are doing our Race to 100 subscribers on YouTube. 
Uh, as soon as we get to 100 subscribers on the YouTube page, we're going to be raffling off a $40 AMC gift card to one of the listeners. So all you need to do, go to YouTube. If you don't have an account, make an account. Click the subscribe button right below me, right here, right down below. Smash that subscribe button. Easy as cake. As soon as you do that, you're automatically you know entered to our raffle. And like I said, once we get to 100, we're going to be doing the pull here on the show. Uh, so be on the lookout for that too. But uh, go do get it. on it. Yeah, go get on it. Especially if you're uh, if you're a listener on Spotify or uh, you know iTunes, just takes two seconds. Bing bing. Um, but now that we got that out of the way, I decided to start off things with Christmas. Like I was just mentioning, did this 25 days of Christmas calendar. Just whipped it up maybe two or three days ago. Steph helped me actually do the uh, the actual imagery for online because I had, I was like I want to do this. I was like, I have no idea how to fucking do it. She's like I can do that for you. I was like all right, word. Like let's do it. And I was fucking pumped with how it came out. Nice. But. Um, I tried to do a nice little variety. I, I tried to mix in some newer movies that maybe people haven't seen yet that I actually did enjoy. And I tried to mix them in with some of you know, the classics of old. And I kind of tried to set it up so that you have the classics really once you hit the Christmas time. Yeah. And then you know the beginning of the month when you're just kind of getting into the vibe and stuff like that, maybe check out some of the new ones. Some of the ones that aren't like super, super like full-blown Christmas movies, but are still like Christmas-oriented. You know what I mean? Yep. Just Friends comes to mind, which I think I have on day two right away. Yeah. Funny Ryan Reynolds movie. Not exactly like a Christmas movie, but it does take place during the holiday season. So yeah, I mean, twenty five movies—that's a lot of movies. So gotta, yeah, got to mix it up a little bit. Yeah, it was funny. I was actually really struggling with the very last, like my before I like I ended up kind of putting them into subcategories, and that's how I did like the actual like day uh, movie kind of thing. But when I was just trying to list off twenty five movies, I was at like twenty four for like a couple of hours. Like I was just like, <laughs> I don't know what to pick, and I was just like suffling through a bunch of things. But it felt like it got so hard because I was like, I could pick this, I could pick this. I was like, but then I had to leave the rest of them off. I was like, just, I couldn't fucking decide. And uh, I actually ended up on uh, kind of like a horror night is what I ended up on. Just true to my true to my horror. I'm a huge horror fan, so I couldn't help nice. myself. I put a horror movie that's uh, that I just watched for the first time. Uh, Better Watch Out. I watched that last year, which was pretty awesome. Just about this kid. is like, parents go out. His babysitter comes over to, like, watch him. Babysitter's, like, kind of cute and stuff like that. So he's kind of, like, you know what I mean? Like, interested in her and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know, things kind of go awry. Things start getting kind of creepy. I think there's like a break in and stuff like that. And then things get really out of control. Cool. Adult Home Alone kind of thing. Yeah, kind of actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And then I was saying, you know, if you get the kitties, I also uh, did that or the uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Keep everybody happy kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's an all-timer. Yeah, I haven't seen that one in a while, but I plan on watching that one this year. But I, I got a bunch of uh, a bunch of my favorites on there. I love Gremlins. That's always one of my favorite movies. I, I could watch that any time of year, but. Obviously, getting the Mogwai, getting Gizmo for Christmas. What an awesome fucking present until, obviously, <laughs> things go terribly awry. One of my favorites. So I've watched the movie a billion times. But uh, finished off strong the last week. You know what I mean? All the all the, all the the jams. Jingle All the Way, Bad Santa, Home Alone, Christmas Vacation, Christmas Story on Christmas, obviously. <laughs> I did do a nice little, uh, I was as I was going through, too, uh, I did Fred Claus and Four Christmases together on Saturday and Sunday. So it's a Vince Vaughn weekend. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. Nice. <laughs> I was going to ask you that because I, I remembered Fred Claus for sure. And I thought... He was in Four Christmases as well. But yeah. No, Krampus. no Krampus on here, huh? You know what's funny? Lois said that same thing. He's going to be like, Phil's going to see this. And so like, he's picked 25 Christmas movies and you left Krampus off the list. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I ain't never seen Krampus. <laughs> I ain't watching that nonsense. But uh, I actually kind of had some fun doing it. I'm not going to lie. It took me a little bit of time. Like I said, I probably put more time into it than I actually needed to. But I wanted to get everything fucking just perfect. You know what I mean? I tried to, yeah. tried to do it good. You haven't seen Krampus? I have not, no. Seems like you're. I mean, I haven't seen it either, so I can't. Come down on you too hard, but it seems my, like it's your vibe. Yeah. yeah. 
Come on, Honestly, scary. The biggest turn off to me is that Phil likes it. <laughs> no, <laughs> Phil big, loves it. Yeah, he's, yeah, true. He's the champion of Krampus. He sure <laughs> is. And anything that Phil tips to like tends to actually, I don't know. The last few times <laughs> that Phil hasn't liked something, I have agreed to that. We both were the only to him, me, him, and Justin were the only people that came out of Batman. We were just like, yeah. like oh, how yeah. <laughs> was that? It was a good nap for you too. Like, yeah. I was fucking sky like red mocks on my neck from friggin' Jones in the movie theater basically I was like you gotta get me out of here I was like this movie's the worst thing I've ever seen I'm so bored I went to the fucking bar they wouldn't serve me another beer but, a cigarette uh, yeah no I'd have to try out Krampus I'll have to give it a shot seems like your thing I- I've never seen it but I don't know I'm surprised yeah yeah I'd have to check that so, have you ever seen Krampus? Uh, bits and pieces of it bits and pieces not, not you know it's like the cheesy just to, you know t- typical like cheesy horror movie yeah but you gotta be in the right, you know, like if you're in the right mindset, you know what I mean? Like you're just yeah, looking yeah. for it not to watch an instant classic or anything, you know, have like a couple laughs at how like cheesy it is. I got you. It's right up your alley. You know what I also had to lead off uh, this mitz is one of my favorites. I was thinking Black Christmas yeah. not on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to really refrain from putting Black Christmas on there. <laughs> that was one of those. I kept going through the dates. So I was like, mm, don't see Black Christmas on yeah. there. Yeah, I had to leave it off. That's that's just one that's just, I can actually, like, I can look in the mirror and, uh, like, you know, be honest with myself. I know how <laughs> awful of a movie it is, but I, it doesn't make me love it any less. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> Which the actually bit. probably points of Krampus just for, the, for the betterment of the viewing we just we had to take yeah, that yeah, off yeah. if you're following along yeah you do I tried, to, tried to keep the better stuff on there uh, 8-Bit Christmas is one that just came out recently that I liked Happiest Season was one that came out recently that I liked Spirited which was this year I threw on there too but nice uh, couple bangers I tried to keep a couple of my favorites together too 8 Crazy Nights Office Christmas Party the night before or actually the, like How the Grinch Stole Christmas that's a fucking yeah. that's a heat of stretch yeah. Go, going through this too, I'm surprised how many I remember actually seeing in theaters. So like, oh, yeah? they go back to like childhood memories a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, Grinch, Elf, uh, both the Vince Vaughn ones. Okay, stuff like that. Nice. Just, yeah, surprising how many I've seen. I, I never thought that was one of my categories, but the night before is one I saw in theaters, and that's one now I watch probably honestly like twice a holiday season. That fucking movie cracks me. Oh, the I've seen that one. That's Seth Rogen and James Franco, right? Uh, Seth Rogen. Or James Franco is in it a little bit. He's like a okay. side side character, but he is in it a little bit actually. But, but yeah. that squad is it Apatow too? Joseph Gordon, uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah. He's kind of like the lead. And Anthony, then, uh, Anthony, Anthony Mackie. Mackie. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. And then fucking um, the dude, the dude from like A Mile and a bunch of other shit. He's dating Eminem's mom, but he's, uh, he's yeah, it's Gen- General Zod. Yeah, Michael. yeah, General Zod. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a drug dealer. Uh, Michael Shannon. He's a drug being the angel. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> he's throwing the party and everything, yeah. dude. Yeah. He's like, it's my party. What do you think about the tunnel with the lights? Pretty cool way to enter a party, no? <laughs> He's always a really serious character, too. So that's, yeah. That's fun. <laughs> Dude, I fucking... That movie cracks me up, man. I love that movie. I usually watch it, like, once with Steph, and she does it, like... She's like, all right, fine. And it's, like, holiday season. We'll watch it. And then it's, like, another time where she's not around. I'm just like, yeah, I'll throw it out again. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, like I said, I had fun. I had fun doing it. So if you're uh, if you're ever looking for something to check out, you don't know what you you know you can't decide on something like that. Maybe go peep this. If you're looking for something new, go peep this. Yeah, but uh, go check it out. We gotta make this the new advent calendar. You know. Yeah, there you go. Selling selling yeah. for big money. There you go. I like that. I like that. I saw a few other like you know other like similar things do uh, post theirs on like you know on social media and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they do it on like TV. Like I think it's Freeform there that channel. They start like December first. They're doing like I think it's basically like two Christmas movies a night. It's from like six. They do one at six and then another one at, like eight. Nice. They do it like the whole entire month long. 
which just goes to show how many fucking shitty Christmas movies there are yeah. too. True. Like 20, yeah. 24 hours of Elf. I was gonna, oh I was gonna say that they did Jeez. that. The other day. Twenty-four hours of Elf on <laughs> yeah. November that, fucking twenty-eighth or whatever day insane. I watched it. Come on, man. That is insane. They shouldn't be twenty-four hours of anything. Even honestly, the Christmas story thing kind of gets me annoyed. After like, I will end up watching the movie like two full times in the day just because it's on all day everywhere I am. Yeah. I'm just like, wow. I I just watched this almost entire thing this morning, and then I'm watching almost the entire thing again now, and then it'll be on again tonight. Or it'll come across the same scene like three or four times throughout the day. That too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that'll happen too. You just only keep catching the same part everywhere yeah. you go. But uh, it's still one of my glad. It's one of the best. I fucking love Christmas Story. Great, great, great movie. Um, from there, let's keep it Christmas. Let's talk about something that I, last week I had a little bit of hate. This week I got some more hate to spew. <laughs> let's talk about something I fucking didn't just like. I fucking loved it. This Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special was awesome. It was everything I wanted it to be, and honestly, a little bit more. I felt like I didn't. I liked the, the Halloween special they did, and I'm glad that they're doing more of these specials. I like that it's themed around Christmas. I love the Guardians of the Galaxy. The first Guardians is like my second favorite Marvel movie or my third favorite Marvel movie. The second Guardians is like my tenth favorite Marvel movie. I watched them religiously. I love the crew. Groot and Rocket and my fucking, my dogs. Oh, yeah. I got a Groot everywhere. There's like a Groot, friggin', there's a Groot in every room in my house. I got like five on my Christmas tree. It's crazy. I, I, Groot is my dog. And he was hysterical in this, not looking looking a little bit different from his dad. We got like fucking this this group's jacked. This guy's hitting the gym. Yeah, old V shape going. Yeah, yeah, fucking <laughs> swimmer's body. Swole. I saw. It's actually, the closest looking of Vin Diesel, yeah, actual true. Vin Diesel of group that there is. I didn't even think of that. That's a good idea. That's a good call though. That's a good call. I saw uh, James Gunn on social media referred to him as Swole Groot. I loved that. Okay, swole Groot. But uh, I I loved this man. I thought this was like absolutely hysterical. I've already watched it twice. I watched it once and then uh, actually. When we got back from watching The Glass Onion, yep. uh, me and Lois hung out for a bit, and we were just looking for something to toss on, and he hadn't watched it the first time. So I'm like, fuck it, throw it nice. on again. So I've already seen it twice. And I laughed almost as I saw the second time watching it. I thought it was hysterical. Nice. What'd you guys think? Yeah, some absolute laugh-out-loud moments. This is, like I said, two for two. They knocked uh, they knocked the Halloween one out. Werewolf by and Night. Then, yeah, Werewolf by Night. And then this one they knocked out out of the water. So they got to keep these going with these quick, like, 45-minute specials. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, the whole... Uh, you know the whole premise of it was just hilarious to me i don't know how else to say it like they just they go after fucking one person the whole entire time to to cheer up uh like chris pratt and yeah but like the the gift that when uh when rocket got that the christmas gift like i was literally in tears yeah when nebula gives him the christmas gift and it is what it is like that one had me absolutely like my side hurting from laughing so um, yeah, they keep knocking these specials out of the park, so I hope they keep up with it a lot. You know, they start doing a couple more. Luke, I'm sorry to say I haven't haven't seen it yet. Oh yeah. no, no, you're missing out. I, boy. I, it's a good I, thing that I, I spaced didn't give away it. too yeah. too much. Then yeah, no, I I, I totally spaced on it. All right. I texted you today, like making sure I knew what we were covering, and I, I got you. I didn't I got put you. it on there. So. All right, so yeah, that's something we will, we'll have to come back to next week in much greater detail because there's a lot of spoilers that I want to talk in that, but I don't want to ruin it for you. That's one that like you got to throw on your own Christmas watch list. Right. Like put that like put find a date on here and put that on there. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm mad at myself. Yeah. I haven't it's seen like 45 it. minutes. Oh too. man, I, know, I caught up on eight hours of one show so and like fun. ten hours of another show, <laughs> but I, I forgot to do the 45 minute Christmas yeah. special. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. you're way ahead of me on 1899 and stuff. It happens, you know what I mean? We all, uh, you've been binging White Lotus too, so I, I get yeah. you. I hear you. Catching up. Yeah, fully uh, up to date on White Lotus now. So. Oh, nice, nice, nice. We'll definitely do some White Lotus talk in a second then. Um, big coming out party for Mantis. Yeah. Big, yeah. big coming out party for Mantis. Definitely going to show that she's going to be a much big. I think a bigger 
character in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Uh, also got introduced to a character that had been rumored for Guardians in a while. The Cosmo, the pup, the Cosmo guardian dog. Yeah. I was pumped to see that, too. I thought the fucking dog was hysterical. Looking forward to seeing like more to of that, see that back. Yeah, for sure. That's like not too spoiler. That happens right away. And they've already been rumoring that one for a while, kind of. But it's literally just a fucking dog, like in a, an astronaut suit. And it's like, I think Rocket is the one. They didn't show it, but I th- I'm pretty sure Rocket is the one that basically builds like this like communication device so that what the dog is thinking, there's like a robotic voice. Like think of like an Alexa voice that kind of like speaks like on the, on the behalf of the dog kind of a thing. Yeah. So it's it's very 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 funny, kind of like uh, up. I don't know if you've seen up. Yeah, yes, yeah. actually, yes, yeah, just like good, that. Good actually, ball, yeah. It's actually a great call. It's just like that. I don't know how I didn't think of that reference. I told you my brain has been firing lately, but <laughs> except it's fucking Sputnik. Yeah. <laughs> so it has a Russian it has a Russian accent. Oh, nice. Dog. It's really good it is very 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 funny. So yeah, we'll definitely we'll come back uh, we'll come back next week to that. But you're in for a treat. You're nice. in for a treat. It was an awesome time. Definitely. Um, Focused more on, like, I, I was expecting a little bit more from Rocket and Groot in it. They were only, uh, like, sm- smaller pieces, but fucking, I really, really enjoyed it. Right away, it opened up my fucking favorite Christmas song, too, during, like, the Marvel credits. Opened up with the Pogues, uh, Fairy Tale in New York, which is a song that I listened to, like, five billion mm-hmm. times. They always kill the music on those yeah. Guardians movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's a few, like, live musical pieces, too, in this that were, always, that were funny, too, that I really enjoyed. Yeah, the Christmas song they came up with was awesome yeah I, there's two of them one in the beginning and one the at one, the end I yeah the one at the beginning them. I thought was better but yeah they were, I thought they were still both, both very uh, good they were both pretty good were any of the uh, the crew missing like was it the full Guardians crew the only one that isn't there which I, I tried to figure out if there was any uh, any leads online Gamora's not there which mm. is not too surprising just based on how he left her at Endgame right. she like it was a, basically a new Gamora who hadn't experienced all of her experiences with the Guardians of the Galaxy right so I'll, I can imagine her being kind of lost. The only thing I was picking up online that I found in a couple of places was that at Comic-Con, they showed not even like an actual trailer, but just like a, like a snippet teaser kind of thing. And it showed like her at the, pa- like at the head of a pack of, um, they call them like the Ravages, which is the group that Yondu was like at the yeah. charge of. Blue guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah or Yondu. Yep. Uh, perfect. He's my guy. I fucking love Yondu. Um, it's like the dude from Walking Dead and shit. He's mm-hmm. fucking, he's hysterical. He's, he was in uh, Suicide Squad, too. He's, him and James going to tight. Oh, wow. Um, but fucking, oh, I just lost my train of thought. See, that's what I'm talking about. My brain wasn't trying. <laughs> I know, you're a little fried. I'm, I'm just all. You're <laughs> talking about Gamora. Gamora. Oh, yeah, Gamora. Yet. Yeah, the only thing I was seeing was that she was like the head of the head of the Ravengers now. So I think we'll see her in Guardians 3. Cool. As playing kind of like what Yondu was doing. Nice. Which could be pretty funny. She's leading some of those knuckleheads. Fucking taser face, <laughs> uh, but that could be pretty cool. I'm sure. I'm. I, like, I don't think her story's done, but she just she just wasn't in this. Right. But even like Seth mentioned, even like Nebula stuck around, which is kind of in a way a little bit surprising. You know what I mean? That is. I, I wouldn't have expected that. Right. You would have think if she like if Gamora was going to take off, Nebula probably would have taken off with her and stuff. But right. maybe Nebula's found her family now. She's fucking hysterical, man. Yeah. Her like <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's like dry humor, but Dude, just the way that the she way was she, dancing. Yeah. Her dry. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's yeah. just trying to learn how to be funny like she's like, right she's yeah it's, just, it's, of it's so dry the way she, she just like comes off i think that's what that's what makes it the funniest thing i don't know if you can like t- use the word dry to describe dancing but her dancing was like dry <laughs> it yeah. was just like just like a stick like a, a stick figure could dance you know what i mean it was just like so stiff like if, if she had just seen one person dance for the first time. i was gonna say so, somebody who's just never so seen somebody funny. dance and just like that was the first time and she yeah. just like tried it oh man it was so funny 
But uh, like I said, we'll, we'll dive more into that in depth next week. We have a plenty more to do, and you can catch up on it, and we can do uh, some more spoilers and stuff. But like, like we said, you're in, you're in for a treat for sure. Nice. Yeah. Uh, homework assignment for the, the listeners, too. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. We can all... Especially now that it's officially December and stuff. Came out the day after Thanksgiving, which I threw it on that morning right away as soon as it was. I was, I was pumped. I love Guardians. So mm-hmm. I was like, give me, give me, give me, give me. I can't wait. It's already, it's uh, what, May, May something, right? For Guardians 3? The second yeah. movie of the second movie of Phase 5. Yep. Wow. So, yeah, we got Ant-Man, which is February. And then uh, right after that, we got Guardians. Then the Marvels, which is this summer, which, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say the same reaction. That's a that's yeah. the Lady Avengers yeah. kind of thing, right? Yeah, at least honestly, the the first uh, Captain Marvel movie I thought got way too much hate. Like it wasn't. It's not like one of my favorite Marvel movies, but people were like just bashing it when it came out. And I watched it. I was like, this is actually like there's a lot worse. Movie, there's a lot worse Marvel movies. Yeah, like, like if I have to watch that or freaking like Iron Man three, I will watch Captain Marvel like three times in a row before I have to watch Iron Man three. I'm I okay. fucking can't stand that movie. Yeah. I hate. I hate watched it a little while ago. It's definitely made me crazy the whole time. Can't stand it. Easily yeah. my least favorite. But. Yeah, I don't remember pretty much anything from Iron Man three. Just remember the it's terrible. The race track scene. That's about it. <laughs> Tony Stark without his suit almost the entire movie acting like he's some super spy. I'm like, dude, since when is Tony Stark a superhero? I yeah, thought Tony must, Stark was like a man with a super shit. suit and a super brain. Yeah. All of a yeah. sudden he's like fucking doing kung fu and shit. He's running around like dark. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on here, yeah, dude? Yeah. I feel like I'm watching Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible all of a sudden. Awful. And the oh. villain's actually a cool villain, too, in yeah, the comics yeah, yeah, and stuff, yeah. and they just, like... Better than the Iron Man 2 villain. Iron Man 2's not great, either. Yeah, Whiplash. Yeah. Iron Man 2's not great, either. Scarlett uh, Johansson in that, though. Her debut. Yeah, that was, that was a good Ooh, debut. Yeah, that God was almighty, debut. it was a, a great debut. Oh, man. <laughs> and then she obviously um, blew up in Captain America 2. That was probably her best one. That movie was awesome. Yeah. That movie was awesome. Winter Soldier's sick. Um... But yeah, like I said, Captain Marvel, I, I definitely didn't think was nearly as bad as the, the hate that it got when it came out. It was like totally fine. Like it wasn't my favorite, like I said, but it was all right. And now at least this time she's going to be mixing up with two other superheroes, one of them being Kamala Khan, who's I kind of liked. I didn't love her show, but I liked her, um, especially in comparison to some of these other new characters that we've been getting, especially from like the kids version. I keep, America, uh, keep mentioning America Chavez. Mm-hmm. I'd rather watch Miss Marvel for fucking 10 years straight than have to watch another two hours of fucking America Shop. Yeah, at least one's a decent actor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, please, God. And she's, like, likable. She's got, like, charisma, you know what I mean? She, yeah. she reminds me of, like, a uh, like a female Peter Parker. Like, young Peter Parker. High school, like, a fan. But, um, and then we got, um, who's gonna be, Monica Rambo who's gonna be playing. I think her name's Phantom now. Or, I think, mm, Photon? Yeah, Phantom sounds right. Photon, one of those. Yeah, she, she leveled up in... WandaVision. WandaVision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From cool. passing through like the barrier basically to get into uh, whatever the name of the town was. Again, I'm not going to pretend to. Yeah, I don't remember either. <laughs> Westfield? Westview. Westview. Westview? Yeah, yeah. See, it took me a right. second, but I got there. Yeah. I got there. <laughs> Found it. Yeah. Found the database. Crossing, uh, crossing into that border a couple times and basically like altered her. I think it's like her DNA code and stuff like that, basically giving her superpowers. Yeah. But she was already doing, she did like a superhero land and she did a little fight at the end of uh, WandaVision. So. Right. Yeah, she took on. Um, did she take on the, the purple? Yeah, Agatha. Yeah, yeah, Agatha. Yeah, 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 for a little bit. Nice. Um, but like I said, I think that's a I think that's a good idea. You know what I mean? Doing it as more of a team up movie. It was supposed to originally just be like Captain Marvel two, and then it got like retitled and everything. Now it's like the amazing. I think it's the amazing Miss Marvels or the amazing Marvels or something like that. All right, I'm into it. See what we got. That's July, and then uh, there's one more. It was supposed to be Blade. Is it still set for Blade? Probably, right? They haven't delayed it yeah, yet. Yeah. So I think Blade is set for the fall, but the thing is, is it hasn't even fucking, we don't, it hasn't been filmed. I think it's still being written. Like, yeah. 
They, so <laughs> they need a year of post-production for all these movies. Right, like, exactly. People yeah. have already been complaining about the CGI not getting enough time. These people being worked like dogs, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, not great the, for that. This one already has it as, um, like, the one after the Marvels would be Deadpool 3. Like, this already has Ooh. this already has Blade pushed back after Deadpool 3. Love that. That would be great. Deadpool 3, that sounds so that sounds like an awesome year, actually. Ant-Man, Guardians, and then even a little bit of a letdown, maybe, with the Marvels into Deadpool 3. Right. That's some heat. Yeah, sign me up. That's a heat yeah. year. We'll and that's all of shows. the next phase, or there's more after that? Yeah, that's uh, phase four. That's the beginning of it. And then what else have we got so far now? So we got Thunderbolts. That's the last one. Yeah, so that's towards the end. The Captain America movie oh, will be in there, right. too. New mm-hmm. World Order. Captain America, New World Order. Um, Blade is in there. There's a couple of other ones. I think Shang-Chi 2 is going to be in there, I believe. Maybe. Mm, Maybe not. I'm looking right now. Marvel's Captain America. I know Shang-Chi 2 and like Eternals 2 are both already like in the works. I don't know how far along they are. Everything, though. There's so many things in the works. I can't even imagine how they can like. Yeah, they've been maybe too fast lately. Yeah, yeah. I feel like doing four movies a year is like that's a fucking big. That's a big project right there. Like yeah. four major, major, major blockbuster movies in a year is kind of crazy. And four shows, I think they yeah, did. This that's year. why they need to slow up yeah. the shows. Take a little bit. Just do like the feet, the specials and stuff. They play way better. You know what I mean? Keep doing it. And I like that that they keep doing it around something. Like you know what I mean? You can do a 4th of July one. You can fucking mix in a whole bunch of things. You know what I'm saying? There's plenty of shit you can do. And uh, I don't know. Like, I like that shit. Like, even the other day, I was like, um, I was mentioning I was like already putting up my Christmas decorations and stuff. And I was just like looking for something to throw on TV that's like Christmas themed. And one of the first things that came to mind was actually throwing on Hawkeye, which is exactly what I did. I ended up watching like two or three episodes of Hawkeye. <laughs> just because it's like in the Christmas time, it's a lot of, you know, it's Christmas music playing the whole time. They're in New York. You got the huge tree and all that shit. Cool. It's like perfect. I'm not like actually watching. I've already seen it. You know what I mean? I was kind of just listening and looking when I have a chance. But I like Hawkeye. I actually, uh, I, I liked it even more too now in hindsight. <laughs> Good. I, I didn't see that one yet either. But uh, no? Uh, oh, no? Yeah, oh, yeah. Watch that one before. Um, I would say before like Falcon Moon Knight. Before well, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I liked it better than Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. yeah. But Falcon and Winter Soldier definitely kind of, there's going to be some like things from that show that are going to be kind of important I feel like going forward like that for instance I mentioned that's the introduction of Valentina who's Elaine from uh, Seinfeld there yep like her character is introduced that's the first time that we ever saw her okay um, obviously John Walker he's like the their first new Captain America which is not him anymore obviously right um, but his character gets introduced which it seems like he's going to be a bit of a, a big player kind of going so forward Thunderbolts for him maybe yeah yeah so there's a couple of, couple of things like that. Uh, obviously, the passing of the shield to Sam Wilson. I thought that they, I thought they did they, they did a lot good with the show. Uh, I just thought it was a little bit like just a little slow, a little sluggish in some parts. Mm-hmm. But there was like a lot, like all of the action sequences in the shit in the show. I thought were really dope. There's a few that I thought were like that was dope. Even in the very very first episode, the show opens up like with Falcon doing this like military mission with the United States, like and he's just like flying with helicopters and shit through the Middle East like hmm. and it's sick like it's sick cool but right. yeah I, I'll give it a, even just for the to get the most out of the next movies it's worth going back so I'll definitely. I'll catch up yeah but if you're gonna pick between those two especially since it's just Christmas time I, I would recommend a, a Hawkeye first just cause you know what I mean sure. the Christmas vibe and stuff a lot of like I said always Christmas music playing and all the scenes and stuff like that Hawkeye's trying to get home in time for Christmas but he's stuck doing this mission with Kate Bishop kind of thing so. yep. it talks about her being in uh, Quantumania too 
Who's that? Kate Bishop. Oh no, shit, really? Yeah, that's. I don't. I don't know what, what aspect or how you would be able to get her in, but I did. I don't know. Probably like just like a rumor I saw. I saw like online or something, but I think she might be in Quantum Mania. Interesting. Now she's someone that I went into Hawkeye based on the trailers to get. I'm like, I'm not gonna like this girl. I was like, I can just. I, there's something she's about the best her. of the, the best of the like. side side characters that have come along. Yeah, I was wrong. Like the like, her very Chavez's. very quickly, she she won me over pretty quick. Nice right away. I was like, oh, you know what? I was wrong. I I misjudged. You know what I mean? I was like, all right, I was off. I, I I'll admit what I'm wrong. I, I'm a fan. Her and uh, her and Yelena, I think, are going to be a little bit of a pair going forward at some point mm. too. Which that I'm looking forward to looking forward to seeing. They're going to kick some ass together. But I think that's a, a little Marvel segment there for you guys, for your Marvel yeah, fans. Lots to be excited about. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's go to, what do you guys want to do first, 1899 or White Lotus? Either way. How far are you into 1899? I did two more. So I had done three, which we talked about last week, and then I did four and five, which were a lot. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> a lot has changed. changed. Yeah. I'll let you guys rip into that because that's what I still got to catch up on. Still got to catch up on that one? to it, so yeah. All right. So I'll just kind of throw is a, yours, gentlemen. a few more thoughts. But now at this point, I have, I'm literally, I don't know. Number one, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, to the fun. point where like I don't know if like I'm saying like, I don't know if like if this is like a dream. I don't know if this is like a lost scenario. Yeah. I don't know if this is like an experiment, and we're like in some um, Shutter Island kind of fucking thing. I don't know if ev- like, like I said, I don't know if this is a lost scenario where like everyone's dead. Yeah. I have no idea what is going on. Oh, they're all <laughs> like. No clue. <laughs> you don't have answers to everything by the end of the... You'll have more questions yeah. by the end, but, but it'll answer that one, at least. The second thing, I don't trust anybody. Mm. At first, I was like, all right, I got a connection to fucking my guy Jarvis, who's the, the, the captain's ship in this, in this show. Um, I got like a tie to him from Dark. Him, now, even he's like... I'm like, all right, something's going on with you, dude. Like, now you th- he thinks he's the captain of the Prometheus. I'm also like, these two ships are the same ships, just like at different times, right? I'm like, they got to be. The kid comes out of the freaking thing. When that happened, I was like, yo, it was one of those times I was like, Captain Steph like this. I'm like, oh, he's in the fucking thing. He's in the thing. He's in the thing. Zach Barr. Yeah. yeah. I was going nuts. I was going nuts. Yeah. This show is making me kind of lose uh, my brain. Just like dark, it's breaking. And he know, like, like paused time when you walked out of the... The thing the second time, right? Yeah, all kinds of crazy. That shit. was crazy too. Yeah. Just like grabs the fucking bullet thing. Yeah. That was crazy. Or she did that. That, but I was just like, "What is going on? This guy can stop time." The, the, yeah, I mean, it's by the end of it, it's still unknown what we're what we're doing. But yeah, you'll have some some direction at least. Yeah, which but, I'm not surprised. Cause but like it's I also said, it's also going to escalate all the way to the end. It's going to get crazier before you get any clarity. But yeah, it's fucking cool, man. It's, I would recommend it to anybody if you like. If you like like Inception or like Lost or just any of that kind of stuff, like it is, it's right on, right on par with that. Uh, Tenet, anything with time and like, I I, I would recommend it to anybody who likes mystery, thinking about what they're watching. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If you if you like like even like looking for clues, you know what I mean. If you're someone like me who just like is staring at the screen at all times, just looking at every little intricate detail and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a good combo of like the clues giving you some insight and some info and some theories. But not telling you what it actually is, you know. Yeah. They they drip you with the information a little bit. They give you some fake information because none of the characters really know what's going on. Yeah, like, no, yeah. everyone's completely clueless. Everyone yeah. just keeps throwing around like different ideas and stuff like that. Yep. Um, Did Kyburn show up yet? So Kyburn's been in it a little bit more okay. as of late. He was yeah. in it big at the end of episode five. Okay, yeah, episode I can remember five. Where it came. 
was the big the big ending. Um, kind of showed that he got that he gets the Morse code like signal sent to him mm. which is like all like the fucking all triangles and shit like that that's gotta be like some kind of more which that's gotta be from the fucking that like co-captain guy I'd have to imagine because at first I thought that guy was like, a clueless idiot mm-hmm. now I think that guy's fucking head of the matriarch for a little bit of this whole yeah, thing he's sneaking yeah. around a little bit yeah I was like I thought this guy was just a little fish in a, in a big pond turns out I'm like oh no he's a little bit of a shock I'm like this guy's got a yeah. some you know some uh, cards up his sleeve which I did not see coming yeah yeah they don't explain like the meaning of those notes really but my theory was maybe that it might have been like a combination you do on that little like dial pad yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I promise you someone on Reddit is gonna tell you what it is <laughs> yeah probably true <laughs> there is some that's one of the, yeah, like, they, the they best translated the triangles too. yeah <laughs> someone's gonna figure it out you know what I mean someone will pause that screen like you just said and fucking start just like making their own at home you know what I mean right people are nuts um, but like what you said actually kind of makes perfect sense just in the sense that dark is kind of the same way as like season one ends with this huge say like a revelation something that like they've been kind of working towards the whole season for your brain and then but when you get that one piece of information it's like it just changes everything else. it breaks yeah. into like yeah and then it's like all of a sudden just like it's like all right now we have like 50 other thousand things to like but hang on oh no you know what i mean you just stop fucking going nuts yeah. well strap in my friend because yeah that's what's coming yeah <laughs> yeah i was gonna say like uh, last week i watched three and i felt like that was a good point to stop off and then we watched two more this week and i was like uh, I think that's a good place to stop for for at least for me to like talk about on the show because yeah, need to process. I felt like it was a lot. The little boy and the uh, the dude that's also wearing the black peacoat looks like the captain, but it's not the captain. Those two yeah. guys to me, uh, the two most interesting characters in the show. Yeah, just because there's obviously so much going on with them behind the scenes. Right. They seem to know on. something. Yeah. yeah, the scene with uh, he's like got his little whatever you call it, that little... Sidekick thing. Yeah, yeah. Little, I like that. His yeah. little sidekick. And he's got it, like, plugged into, like, the ship's, like, kind of mainframe thing. And he gets yeah. found by one of just, like, the crewmen. He's just like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Never seen technology like this in his life. And he's got a flashlight just in his mouth. Like, he's a casual cop nowadays. Yeah. Like, you know what, what I mean? What like, is that? He's like, dude, what? <laughs> Look, he's, like, he's seen fire for the first time. You know what I mean? He's just yeah. like, bro, if you don't go away, like, bad things are going to happen to you. <laughs> And it's such a weird combo of technologies, too. Like, it, yeah, it's analog everything, but then he, and this little tiny thing with no display on it, but he plugs it into, like, this nuclear-powered, yeah. like, Control core the of the ship. ship, and yeah. Crazy. It, this is very confusing, always. You never really, you're always thrown off. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, so I'm interested, to, I'm definitely interested to finish this off so that we can kind of give our, our final ideas on this, you know, the whole where everything's going. But right away, like, like I said, those are my first couple thoughts. I was just like... Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a dream. That feels lame and lazy to me. I don't think it's going to be one of those things. My first, my biggest thought is that Kyburn's running like a Shutter Islands. Yeah. He's like the head fucking guy and Kyburn's like, I don't know, like shocking these people and they're like, he's doing it all at the same time or something like that. He's getting them all to experience the same thing somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Which that reminds That's close-ish. me of Stranger Things. That's close Oh, all right. Cool. All right. No shit. <laughs> That's not it, but it's close. All right. Word. I'll take that. Got a good track. All right. See, I got that right away. That's kind of like what I'm dealing with a little bit in the Stranger Things book. It's like a prequel that I've been reading lately, and there's a lot of like the shock therapy and stuff. Have you a Stranger Things fan? I have not seen it. Oh, my God. I know. That I know. is insane. Well, you know what? We're going to need some <laughs> things to fill some time and talk about, actually. So. Right. And that's cool right. You're not a fan either, aren't you? I wouldn't say I'm not a fan. I mean... Oh, we might be doing like a Stranger Things. I'm well, very right in the middle. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm not not a fan, but I wouldn't say, oh my God, Stranger Things is coming out this week. I got to watch it. Wow. 
crazy, crazy. Yeah, it's like I said, it's all I get. Eh. One of the best shows we're running right now. I love it. Can't get enough. And we have a long fucking hiatus until this next season. They're saying like there's possibilities of like 2025. I'm like, so, so if there's a time to there's a time to get into it, it's right now. Yeah, if you want to. I mean, I've only seen you know I mean? like the first season. Really, the only thing I've really seen in full. Oh yeah. Well, so if there's ever a time to. Season one is like one of the best episodes. I mean, it's one of the best. Even that's a thing, though. I so like that's bad that three. I watched it and I was like, eh. season three and season one are both fucking amazing. They're so freaking good. They're so freaking good. This last one was pretty good too. Two is definitely my least favorite, but they're all good. They're all bangers. I'm just uh, the big layoff is what just scares me the most, is just because you have such an attachment to these kids because they're kids and it's like I don't want them all of a sudden to just be like 25 years old you know what I mean that's what it seems like it's trending to yeah yeah I know it's like fuck we gotta fucking keep this going but at the same time my favorite character is Steve Harrington and like I didn't even realize until like recently that in season one he's a senior in high school and he's like already like he was like 24 or something like that and I was like ah Okay. Yeah. I was like, he looked a little old, but he didn't look like that old. You know what I mean? I was like, he's probably like 19, maybe 20 kind of a thing. I was like, all right, well, fine. We'll use some makeup and stuff. But he is Steve the Hair Arrington. He is gorgeous. And he probably has amazing <laughs> skin and ages like fine wine. So you can't compare him to but, other, other living people. You know what I mean? He can't be 34 in season four. Though. True. True. That would be weird. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 That would be strange. Um, I'm, I like that. Uh, I like that you said that I'm close though with my 1899 guess because that, like I said, yeah. that was that was my leading okay. thing. It's not right, but it's it's not not yeah. off base. You got a good path there. All right, I like that. I like that. I'm also very much getting the vibe that we're also like not in 1899, obviously, just because of the whole like technology thing and stuff. I'm like, so this whole thing. Right. That's why I keep going back to it. it's like a setup. It's some kind of like mass fucking social fucking experiment <laughs> of some kind, some kind of crazy shit like that. But all right, I'm I'm very interested. I got what? It's eight episodes, right? It's eight. Eight. Yep. So I got three more left. I might might finish them off for next week. Do six, seven, and eight. Nice. Depending on how much fucking mind explosion I have, you know what I mean? If I, yeah. I break and handle all three episodes. Right. Is it? I need to watch the next episode immediately, or I need to yeah. take a cold shower. And yeah, get yeah, it yeah, yeah. This is a show that I feel like <laughs> well, you kind of finished it, right? No, no. Yeah, I probably watched it in three or four sittings. All right, that's but, not. Too but also bad. in a week. So, but, but yeah. Because I feel like I do. I feel like this and Dark Two is a show that I like to sit with for a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of almost sort of like how I like with Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon. I like to sit with the, my thoughts for a little bit. You know what I mean? And kind of just reflect, get a little sleep in. You know what I mean? Yep. I, I yeah. I was very tempted to watch seven after six, but I knew I wasn't going to be able to avoid eight, so I waited and watched seven and eight together. Yeah. So kind of same thing. You need to digest it and. There's so much info and clues, and it's like if you go so fast, it's like you're just gonna miss something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like to just be fresh all the time. I almost like. Yeah, I also got to be like in the right like mindset to watch it too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I got to be like ready to focus. Like I'm not gonna be scrolling my phone and shit like that. Like, it's all right. Like, babe, you like in the mood to fucking watch an episode too? Like, all right, let's lock in. Yeah. <laughs> focus down. You know what I mean? Let's pay attention. Yep. Uh, but I'm enjoying it. I'll tell you that. I, I'm definitely. It's definitely. It's not. At least not yet. It's not dark. But it's good. It's very good. It's very enjoyable so far. Yeah, I need to watch dark next for sure. It's. It's, it's intoxicating. These guys got me. Got me hooked on it's their style. Intoxicating. And, um, from a few like review videos I've seen, like people are pleasantly surprised that it is as good as dark. It's Nobody's saying it's, it's better. So, yeah. but they're like, this is this is equal to the yeah. best seasons of dark, and it's already. Yeah, just season one. We can't wait to see where it goes. So, when you do any, like, even especially if you're not someone who's you know done a bunch, you know, you're not Steven Spielberg or James Cameron. When you do something that's that good, it's like, all right, obviously, it's such a hard thing to live up to. 
But this is by no means like this is this is living up to it. Like I said, it's not as good, but it's still damn good. It's better than a lot of things that you're gonna find anywhere else. Yeah. Uh, there's also um, uh, like a one hour making of special that they just came out with yeah, cool. on Netflix. Cool. And cool. Uh, cool. kind of interesting thing is they used the volume that thing that. Disney's been using for Mandalorian and all that stuff. Where yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's that massive, like, curved IMAX screen that they basically just, like, I don't know how it all works, but they combine images with where the location of the camera is, and it, like, I don't know. But they, they basically are able to make these people in the environment. They The, the actors can see you. the sea around them. They can see all yeah, the crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. shit happening, and it's more immersive and... There's a lot of interviews about the actors, like saying how how cool it was and how helpful it was, and they don't want to go on site for anything ever again because this is so convenient and just as effective for them. And as long as it cool. looks as good, yeah, you know I mean that's actually one thing that I will say that we've mentioned a few times now about Andor that I cannot stress enough is how much better this show looks than Obi Wan and Boba Fett, and it's very clear that you can tell the shooting on site is a huge part of that. Mm-hmm. It yeah. just looks so much better. You can just it just it just does. There's no there's no other way to describe it. It's just simple. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mando well, used a lot of that volume thing though, but they they mixed the two. They did on site and yeah, the volume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the fuck they did for fucking Boba Fett Obi Wan, but there's just a bunch of times where she just looks so cool. <laughs> wasn't good. Like, what is going on? Oh, man. <laughs> looks like they were just in a green screen room for a while. Let's yeah, for there. real. Exactly. Just no outside environment <laughs> at all. Fucking oh, gross. Uh, but yeah, we'll do uh, we'll do some more eighteen ninety nine next week. Like I said, I'll try to try to finish off the rest of this season here. We can do the last couple episodes. But like I said, I'm really enjoying it. If you haven't checked it out, do yourself a favor and go check it out. It's like we said, you know, make sure put that freaking cell phone down, put it on the coffee table, fucking get your glasses or whatever the fuck you need, and pay it, pay attention. Get your little notepad out, fucking yeah. start scribbling down some notes. Turn on subtitles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It all helps. Just be ready to pay attention. It's a good one, though. It's a fun time. It's a good time. Yep. Great time. I wasn't totally sure about the first one, like when I watched it, and but it quickly got me in there. Like, I, you? yeah, like I was like, like you said, sometimes you're not fully focused, but I was. You know, eighty percent watching it, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it just kept catching my attention. I'm like, all right, rewind to the beginning. I need to know yeah, yeah, every yeah, yeah. detail of this thing. And like, yeah, let's get to studying. Let's figure this shit out. <laughs> there you go. I think that's a. I think that's a fucking pretty good recommendation to go check it out. Uh, from there, let's go into the other show that I have been talking very good about, like since it started. I, I'm loving this second season. I really, really, really still am. gaining some steam. I friggin' loved episode four last week, and I loved episode five this week. White Lotus, HBO, season two, episode five. I fucking loved this episode again. I thought they smashed this one out of the park. There was a few times where I was just completely stunned and just like, mm-hmm. oh my God. <laughs> this is, oh man. The friggin', the female, the, the, the female leads in this show are fucking just killing Escort's Escort's stealing the show for me. They are. Yeah. They're, they're, I was the, saying the, the Luke, Both they, of them are good, but the main one yeah. is Yosia. Stealing the show for me right Yeah. Now. She's awesome, man. She, she like is. she is driving, I would say, like 80% to 85% of the storyline. Yeah, and that's the thing. She's show. so involved. Yeah. She's involved in everybody's storyline in yeah. one way or the other. Yeah, she's, yep. she's basically the main character in that way just because she... Yeah, she's the yeah, she's overall involved. Yeah. You said it. She's the straw that stirs the drink. Right? Exactly. Yeah. She's the one that's causing all the drama and all the storylines. Literally in every storyline, that's not Jennifer Coolidge. That's like the only person. Like they haven't right completely opposite yeah. things, which is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who knows? But yeah, everywhere else, she's just fucking. Whether it's the you know the married couples that are coming on vacation, you got Michael Imperioli, his son and his father. You got those three. She's the, everything at the hotel. The hotel manager. The hotel manager. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, she's just got her hands in all these pots, and she's just, like I said, she's stirring the drink. She's, I find her very, very likable. Jennifer Coolidge, obviously, she's awesome. She she cracks me up every time she's on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Aubrey Plaza, I think, is really showing out. Yeah, I'm, this I'm, I'm loving the tension that keeps growing yeah, with that this last episode. Yeah. yeah, this I episode, she got a little scary. Yeah, you know what I mean, a little yeah. like, oh fuck, dude, she, she, she might crazy like, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What you were saying? I, I, I don't know. And the best part is, is that with a lot of the storylines, especially those, I couldn't tell you what the final payoff is. Oh, I know. But get I, I, I don't know any. I couldn't give you like a final prediction as to what what like these storylines, especially theirs, is going to pay off as. But yeah, no, I hear you. I think it's in a good way. You know, it's not like oh yeah, no, they're, they're building. Oh, I don't care. They're building a good little mystery right now. Yeah, and the thing is too is like I, I just said, there's only two episodes left. So I feel like these last two episodes is going to be some freaking fireworks. I feel got like a be, lot yeah. of fucking. And then you got off. even more. I I knew something was up with that fucking British dude. The guy just like the classic. The gay guys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, first I thought I said I think it was last week. I said I, I thought they were uh, doing like a fucking blood cult. <laughs> no, I meant the one that the uh, that the assistant is hooking up with. Oh, like it, right, it was right, just yeah, one of those yeah, yeah. like. Well, yeah, they're all, they're all yeah, they're all part of the same. But like, knew oh, the yeah. guy was too good to be true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, they're yeah, like yeah. all right, there's something going on with this motherfucker for sure. Whether it was like uh, when he, you know, they he basically dines and dashes. So if he, you know, he like gets into trouble that way, or I didn't think that what the payoff is is what it was gonna be. But you knew something was up with that fucking yeah. guy. Too good to be true. Yeah, he's basically just like that gay groups like. Hot young guy that they keep around. Yeah. Right? Well, that's what... Yeah, exactly. That's what they were almost building up. Like, he doesn't have any money either. He's just, like, a parasite to this rich gay group. Yeah, right? one of them... He's, one of them is his uncle, supposedly. He's the, the main one that's, like, right. really... I'm not sure if that's true, but maybe... No, yeah. definitely not. No, no, I no, hope this, not. You watched this most <laughs> recent episode, right? I didn't identify which guy he was banging. Oh, that was him. his uncle. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, boy. Was oh, they're getting real ancestral. I was, I was looking through my fingers, so... <laughs> Yikes. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, like I said, at first I thought they were running some, like, old lady blood cult. Like, they were staying, like, young and beautiful by sacrificing the blood of old women. But now <laughs> it's like, oh, all right, we're running a scam here. We're just scamming all these old elderly women out of their yeah. money. I was like, I like it. I was like, I like it a lot. So that's going to be popping off for sure. You think that's what it is? They're trying to just take all her shit? Oh, I think so, yeah. Especially Do you now think that that's who her husband has been talking to? Possibly. Do you think that could be a good call, yeah? Maybe. Could be. Like is he gay too? Is he doing some long con <laughs> they, with her? Are they both trying to take that her money down? Wild. She's <laughs> been he's been doing those secret phone calls since the first season. That's true. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And he he said it was Bob the first time in season one, and he said it was Bob this time too. But I don't know. Interesting. Um, I, I, I thought I at first, that. I thought at first she, he was trying to maybe get her to like void the prenup or something somehow, yeah. but obviously that wouldn't work if he is having a secret relationship too. Yeah, if he comes back and he's a part of this whole little uh, this gay lovers triangle that's robbing these old ladies, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be hysterical. That could I'd crack be. up. I would crack up, and that's why a random middle aged guy would be chilling at the White Lotus Hawaii, maybe right? Trying, yeah, to, trying maybe. to scoop up a desperate old lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Never know. Yeah. I like that. Uh, I, I just went back, actually, when I was at work the other day. I had no podcast to listen to, so I just threw on um, the first episode of White Lotus on my computer, and I just had like the speakers loud, so I was kind of just listening to how I worked. And I didn't realize until I rewatched it again, but that opening scene, so it's the it's not Aubrey Plaza, but it's the other wife. She goes for like that swim, and she like while she's swimming, she like hits the body. So it's like, mm-hmm. all right. So then we go to the hotel manager, and she's like, "All right, well, it's just one, you know, one guy. He drowned in the ocean. Like the ocean's not part of the hotel. Like we're fine." And then that assistant of hers, the the guy that she's kind of always mean to, and kind of yeah, Rocco or something. Rocco, yeah, it's a demote. 
Oil. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. 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 Send them off to the beach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the fuck am I gonna do at the beach? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the rock goes like, you don't understand. Like, there's like, there's like multiple guests, and she's like, what do you mean? Like, how many people died? And he just says a few. So I was just like, holy shit! I was like, all right. Like, how pl- many people actually just goes nuts, died? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. I'm like, I don't like. I'm so like, I don't know. I'm fucking. My head's now. I'm scratching. I'm like, all right. At first, I was thinking. Maybe it was just a one body and Aubrey Plaza like killed her husband. But now if there's like a few bodies, like a few suggests more than a couple, which yeah. means, you know, two, I'm like, we're talking three? Like That's more than two. And we only see that two. we see that blonde girl, the other wife, entirely by herself. Like that's how like it kinda opens up. She's just like down going for one last swim, she says, but she's totally alone. Like did she fucking kill Aubrey Plaza, her husband and Aubrey Plaza's husband? <laughs> and she seems really like more messed up than you would be if you just saw a dead body, maybe. She was yeah. like, she was freaking out. Like, yeah. maybe someone she knew. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah, 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 yeah. I was but, I, did, you, did you recognize, do they show any shots of the bodies now that you know some characters? All no. they show is like literally just like a foot. But even that foot, I, you can better believe I was like staring at the foot. <laughs> yeah. foot. Like, is that old foot? Is <laughs> that young <laughs> foot? Man foot, lady <laughs> yes, foot? Yes, exactly. Yeah, I'm like, how tan is the foot? You know what I mean? Trying to do my investigating. Yep. I was like, nah, this is just a very standard white fucking foot. I was like, I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. Dang it. I'm gonna have to leave this to the, the better the better investigators on Reddit on Reddit. Yeah. Is it the in this one, uh going back to the British dude, like they're walking through like the village and the uh, assistant says her feet hurt and then he says something like uh oh, like I'll, I'll rub them later or yes, something like that. Yes, yes mm. he does. Maybe I'm just thinking outside, you know. Mm. Yeah, it's a, that is interesting. Maybe it's like a small little thing sure, you throw in, you know. Good call, good call. I like that. There's a lot going on in this one, though. I, um, I'm i really enjoying it. Like I said, I, I way better than the first season. Like, not even comparable. But I can't wait to see what these last two episodes I just hope there's more payoffs than the yeah. first season, too. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's going to be, yeah. yeah. The storyline, they hold more weight this season than yeah. the first season. For season sure, one yeah. was so just, like, very just vanilla. Yeah. Just, like, you know, common, basic shit. There was no fucking real balls to it. Yeah, I, I didn't really know what I was watching. I just kind of, like, went... Like, all right, they said to watch this. It seems good. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I really thought it was going to be, like, a crazy mystery. And yeah. And it ended up being, I don't know, more just about, like, these dysfunctional people, like, hanging out. And it's more funny it and, is. and dramatic oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. than mysterious, you know. Uh, so maybe knowing what I was getting into a little bit more this this year. And it, it is more mis- mysterious with this season. Definitely, yeah. Because, like we said, we have no idea who's going to die, how many people are going to die. There's so many people that could die. I'm just, ugh, yeah. I have no idea what to think. Do you think your girl uh, Lucia is trying to get a, a ticket to America with? I do, yeah. I think that I she knows Michael Imperioli. I only know the, the dad, the guy from fucking Sopranos, Michael Imperioli. Yeah. But um, his son, uh, I think she. Albie. Albie, there you yeah. go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she already knows that the dad's got some cash and shit like that. This is a nice fucking clean, right. he's, clean ticket in. He's an easy target. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice dude. But I'm really hoping <laughs> it's not them. I'm really hoping <laughs> it's not like them that died. That would bum me out if it was like the two girls or something like that. That would bum me out. But right. that's definitely something that I've considered as well. Yeah, I'm curious to go watch that freak out intro scene again just to see if there's any other tips or just seeing her reaction if it's you know just a random body if it's someone she knows. Yeah, I just get more theories on it from that. Yeah, we'll see. Even uh, that that other wife too, though. That she, at first she was a character I didn't have too many like too many thoughts on. I didn't dislike her, or like her. She was just kind of you know she was there, she was doing her thing and stuff. But this week, man, I after that big scene, that revelation, I was fucking like, oh shit! You ended up sending me the next day on Reddit. Yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, you gotta you gotta lock that in because I missed the conversation that. that they were having. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh man, like that ain't 
That ain't his kid, bro. <laughs> you fucking no trainer, ain't you? I see you, girl. You fucking him good, too. You have yeah. a baby and whatnot. That's crazy. I was so confused by that. I'm like, what? What, did, what kind of like, twisted message is she trying to send here? But she was just showing him the child that looks exactly like the, yeah. the trainer she just described. Yeah. Literally, like, mentions his exact thing. Like, like I said, even then, like, it starts with Aubrey Plaza saying, like, I think something happened. She's just like, what do you mean? Like, when? Like, when we were gone? Like, what? And she's just kind of like... But you know what I'm referencing at. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, even if something like that did happen, like, we just got to do what we do to, like, make ourselves feel okay with it. Mm-hmm. And then, then she starts talking about this trainer guy, and it's just like, yeah. yeah, all right. Which just becomes a fucking vicious cycle of getting even with each other for the, the husband and wife, you know? Like, it's just stuff terrible. <laughs> that's been Mess. kind of hinted at, too, already in their relationship. Like, when they went to that, um, when she, like, basically took, like, Aubrey Plaza for the day. Yeah, oh, she's always doing this shit. Let's go crazy kind of thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Seems like they're always kind of trying to fucking almost one-up one another, you know what I mean? It's a vicious cycle. Yeah, it really is, really is. But uh, if you guys haven't been checking out White Lotus, obviously we've been ruining a lot of things for you. But go check it out because it's a funny-ass watch. I, I can't wait to see these last two episodes. I'm glad that you guys have uh, not only just jumped in, but I'm glad that you guys are enjoying it as well. Because, yeah. like I said, I, I've, I've been fucking cracking up. The last two especially, I thought they were both bangers. Leah really likes it too. So if you, if you want something to watch with your, your lady, yeah, they, yeah. they're, they're buying in on it. too. And um, the blonde lady, who's Audrey Plaza's friend. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, The other wife, yeah, yeah. Uh, Leah recognized her from a show she watches too. She's in uh, The Bold Type. Oh, okay. Uh, on Netflix, I think. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Uh, there was actually um, no, no, her no, no, no. her husband, like the fucking real good looking guy there. I think his name's like Theo, like Theo James or some shit like that. Yeah, they do like an after show on White Lotus, kind of actually just like they do with uh, House of the Dragon. Same mm-hmm. same thing. And every single week they just keep like two of the actors. They've always switched it up with like different people. Mm-hmm. And this week it was him and the wife. And just it just just took me just totally by surprise. I don't know why, but he just started talking and he was just hella British. And I was just like, what the fuck? Oh wow! <laughs> I was just like, whoa! I didn't see that one coming at all. <laughs> I was like, I, I didn't see that one coming yeah. at all. Impressive. I, I wouldn't have guessed either. Yeah, I know. I fucking. I was like, what the hell? None of that shit happened. Like Tom Holland was another. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know Tom yeah. Holland from a hole in the wall until he started becoming Spider Man. That's and true. And then he starts that's talking. And you're like, oh wow, really? That's a good. Yeah, that was that, that, that was a good one too. You're right. Christian Bale is British. Christian Bale. Yeah. That one, he almost has the, like, I don't know, like, almost like the look to it, I feel like. That one didn't surprise me as much, but still yeah. got me a little bit. Mostly just because I think like, I'd already, like, known him as, like, the Batman before I knew he was British. So it was, yeah, like, I was like, like, the Batman. It was just like, like Henry Cavill, too. <sighs> yeah. Superman. Yeah, true. He looks hella British. Yeah. yeah. He looks hella British. He looks more like, and I think he is, like, a, an option. Like, he's, like, a, like a James Bond-looking type. Yeah. I think he'd yeah, be an yeah, awesome-looking like James Bond. I could see him sipping, like, a cup of tea with his fucking walking stick and his fucking big fucking armchair and shit. He's yeah. hella British. Yeah. He's straight out of Peaky Blinders. Yeah. <laughs> um, from there, let's get in. Before we get into Andor, uh, we can talk about it for a little bit. I don't have too, too much to say on it. Uh, the Glass Onion. Yeah. Me, Luke, our ladies, and Kalos, our buddy Kalos, who you guys haven't seen in a while. We're going to have him back on the show. I'm trying to find some ways to work him and Ledoux in. We've just been doing this this crew lately because uh, we're the only ones watching Andor, so that's where we're focusing a large part of our show. It just made sense to keep running it with us. Yeah, need but, the passion. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be cycling them back in soon. But like I was saying, we hit the movies, got some hibachi first. Hibachi was terrific. <laughs> oh, hibachi yeah. was awesome. <laughs> Food, bomb. My drinks, bomb. Great. Get over to the theater, grab a drink at Dave and Buster's. Cool. All right, let's go check Knives Out, too. Soon as we walk into the theater, 400 degrees. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It's a bit warm. <laughs> <laughs> and just like, as soon as I just looked up, I was like, wow, I haven't seen a theater like this in so long. Like, these seats are so just like 
this is old. This is an old school fucking theater. Like, this reminds me of fucking, like, high yeah, school. It was just small. sitting on top of one of those. Yeah, it was, like, nine rows with, like, yeah. eight, 18 seats in a row. <laughs> it was tight. Small. It was compact. And not the big sound we've seen the last few times. So. Definitely not. No, not the Dolby Like, we did the Dolby, and I've done IMAX my last, okay. like, four or five times I've been to a movie, so... It, yeah, was like, it was like when you go back to your elementary school or your old playground or something. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Not as big as how you remember it. <laughs> yeah, it's like the same. <laughs> That's a good reference. I like that. Um, but this movie, to me, just it didn't have like any of the charm that like the first one did. Like I felt like Daniel Craig, obviously his character is, is such what a driving force of the movie is. Just his character, the, the wit and stuff. And I just felt like this one, to me, was just kind of like... It felt like you were just kind of trying to redo an old trick kind of a thing. Like, it just felt very much like a sequel to me. And that isn't necessarily, like, a good thing. You know what I mean? It felt kind of played out. Yeah. Kate Hudson, I really, really liked. I enjoyed Kate Hudson. And then um, I think it's Madeline Klein, who a lot of people will know from uh, from Adam Banks. Mm. Um, she, was the, she was, like, Dave Bautista's girl. Okay. I thought that both of them did a good job. I, I, I was, like, into both of their characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, the little twists and turns that were involved with them. Honestly, I think it was right around like it was actually right around the hour and ten mark when we find out that the black woman that she is impersonating her sister who died. I was just like, "What the fuck are we doing here?" I was like, "This is ridiculous." I was like, "This is so dumb." And it's funny because as soon as we on the drive home, we were talking. I was talking to Lois. I said the same thing, and he was just like, "It's funny you say that because I was kind of like losing my interest in the movie, and then that happened. They kind of pulled me back in, and I was just like." I was asleep 10 minutes after that happened. (laughs) I didn't like it because one of the best parts about the first Knives Out was that I feel like it was figure outable. Right. And like the clues were there. And you put together. Yeah. But this one is, yeah, they drop a random thing like, oh, this person is the twin sister that we haven't met yet. Like halfway through the movie. It's like, yeah. What are we doing here? I'm like, I'm just, And I don't think the mystery was figure outable. Yeah, uh, no, right. I get what you're saying. Yeah, they didn't give us the like the, clues, the definite the, the, crumb right, trail right. thing. It's supposed to be literally like a, um, like the clue movie. You know what I mean? Right. Fucking. Yeah, didn't really even let you come up with a theory yeah. that you could. You know, maybe if you thought it was somebody, you didn't have good reasoning for it. You just kind of had a feeling. You know. Which... The only part I will say there was one part where Daniel Craig did hit for me really good, which was the scene where he like. Does he he figures out like the fake murder and like just oh, yeah. like as soon as the party starts? Yeah, I was like, right, that was that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was sick. Yeah, I was like, okay. That was like that was good. And then everyone's just like, bro, like, do you know how much time and planning I put into this? It's just like for you to shit all over my fucking body in two seconds. I was like, yeah, that was good. Yeah. I was expecting that. Like, I mentioned, I think, uh, actually, I don't know if we talked about this movie much, but I, lo- I loved Eddie Norton back in the day. He's obviously one of the better actors. I know he's an asshole, which has been why he hasn't been casted in too much over the last few years, and people hate like working with him. But he hadn't been too much lately, and I like him, and I was ex- I was expecting more from him. Mm. I feel like he kind of like was just meh. I don't know. It just it didn't hit for me. Like I said, it bored the hell out of me. Yeah, <laughs> didn't have the same buzz as the first one at all. It just not. But I, I thought it was still good. I I think it's fine, but it, it wasn't. I really loved. It. I really loved the first one. Yeah, yeah I, I, I really liked the first one myself. I don't think this one matched up at all. But. Nah, the cast just didn't. Even like the side characters and stuff didn't hit as good as you know what I mean. Like Chris Evans is awesome in the first one. Mm-hmm. There definitely wasn't anybody like that caliber in this one. You know yeah, what I mean? Anna Darmus and uh, yeah, yeah, Michael Shannon and yeah, it was just yeah, 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 yeah. Even fucking um, uh, the Scream Queen. She had a funny part in the in the first one there. Um, Oh, Jesus. Jamie Lee Curtis. There yeah. we go. See? 
Yep. Again, people, I'm, I'm fighting. <laughs> <laughs> good pull, good pull. G, uh, Jamie Lee. But, yeah, no, it's, they didn't just didn't have the same flair, spark, what made the first one the first one. And, uh, like, one of the coolest parts of the first movie is when they, they like, dive into the flashbacks. All right, this is okay. This is what really happened. Yeah. And that's, like, where it right, slowed right, down right. in this movie. It's like, this is what really happened. And yeah, they go into, like, saying. a 45-minute thing of, like, I know what you're not saying. that cool right, right, twist. Right, right, right. And then they jump back to where we were and, uh, it just felt like they were trying to rerun a trick again. It was like, it was yeah. just a very, it, like I said, it felt to me, which people are loving it. The reviews are ridiculous. Which really? I, oh, yeah. The reviews are through the fucking, I think the reviews for this one are better than the first one. What? He yeah. keeps doing it. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. That's crazy to me. Because like, Ryan Johnson, the director, he keeps doing this thing where he makes terrible, like, second movies out of a trilogy. Because I think they're already approved for a third one. They yeah. are, yeah. They, so they, they, they like they green like greenlit the two of them like together. Yeah. Basically. So this is the second time now that he's done a, a second movie out of a trilogy where the reviews are through the fucking roof, and then I like I watched the last one I'm talking about, and then this one where you're like, I don't understand how this is a good movie or What's how it's getting good reviews. He did the Last Jedi. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> fucking right, which is like <laughs> just like one of the most insulting movies I've ever seen. Like you want to talk about in this one, you guys said like he keeps like just going back to doing the same things he did in the first one. Like, The Last Jedi was different. He was trying to do something that was, like, completely different from Star Wars. It was just yeah. a huge fail. Went from trying too hard to not trying enough. Right. So it's like he does the opposite things. But, like, yeah, like I said, I just find it's funny that Ryan Johnson keeps doing these things where he makes second movies out of a trilogy. And to, to me, I think they're fucking dog shit. Like, The Last <laughs> Jedi is, like, one of the most insulting movies I've ever seen in my entire life. I love that you use the word insulting. It is. It's insulting for somebody who loves Star Wars as much as I do. Like that movie's absolutely insulting. I was gonna say that's something I'm hoping for is that they considered this one the setup for like their better, the better story. Maybe they did the you know they had two scripts and they're like let's do the lesser one first, and that's why they did the awesome scene with Benoit Blanc figuring out the twenty million dollar mystery in five seconds and stuff and. That wasn't the highlight of the movie for me. It's like adding to his uh, his street cred a little bit with this movie. And then the next one can be epic. That's that's my optimistic outlook, but maybe hopefully, maybe. Like I said, what's uh, it just felt to me like the best way to describe it, it just felt like a sequel. You know what I mean? It just oh, felt sure. like a unplayed out version of the original. And yeah. he even keeps doing good ones too. Like I was looking um, before too at his like disco- like discography or whatever for yeah, direct. Yeah. So like he did Rogue One, Ryan oh, Johnson. Okay. No shit. So amazing huh. movie. And then he does a second Star Wars movie, and it's just like I said, just a. Steaming pile of dog shit, no and shit. he did the first, the first one in this one, which got great reviews and was considered a good movie. And then the majority of the comments and reviews I've seen from this one are the same thing you guys are saying. Oh no! It, it just okay. like Most wasn't there. I've seen it. People but the reviews are through the roof, right? Yeah, like so a lot I've of the reviews a lot of are through online the roof. that I loved it too. So I don't know if he's fucking paying off critics or what, but nah, just I don't know. Okay, like I said, to me, the, I don't know about you, but the best part of this movie by far, I don't, it was, I don't even think it was. Up for debate, it was Kate Hudson. I thought she, I thought she was fucking fantastic. She was good. I thought she was great. Honestly, she hasn't done. She, obviously, she's another one that hasn't done too much. You know what I mean? And she's usually kind of the one trick pony kind of thing. She's not exactly uh, a girl of all talents. You know what I mean? She kind of does the rom commy thing. Mm-hmm. But this one, she was just kooky, man. I fucking loved her. She was cracking me up. She was the only part of the movie that, like I said, that I found actually enjoyable. When she was on the screen, I kind of sat up a little bit. I was like, ah. yeah. got my attention for a few minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I liked Batista too. He was good. Batista was all right. I always was, like him. He was I, like I, a, I always like him pretty much, but yeah, he was a not realistic character. He was just kind of yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
No, he's, he's done a good. He's done a good job it. since switching from WWE to acting roles. Yeah, I think he picks a. I think I don't know if it's him personally. I don't know if he's got a really good agent, but I think that they do a good job of picking. Yeah, what he does right. because all of the roles, I'm just always like. He's actually I, you. Know, you actually were the one that first told me about it, but you said that they were trying to do. I think it's a Gears of War, either a movie or a show. Yeah, and one of the first things I saw attached to it was he wants to be the lead as uh, Marcus Phoenix. And I was yeah. just like, yup, yeah. Like yeah. That, dude. I was just like, yup, there we go, baby. That'd be sick. Yeah. Yeah. Batista running around chainsawing yeah. fucking he aliens. Get set and up shit. for good rules. Like I know he was in like Spectre. Like he was like the 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 main bodyguard villain of the James Bond movie. Oh, okay, you know yeah, what I mean like yeah, that's that's right up that's that right one. up his alley. But even to do like Drax, like you know. Oh yeah, he's, he's done a phenomenal job as Drax. Drax. He's, right. a, he's hysterical, man. So I think he's he's had a good transition from WWE into the the acting roles. Yeah, no, he's he's been in a couple things. He's in that show uh, C that I've mentioned a few times with uh, Jason Momoa. He doesn't come in until I think it's the the second or third season, but he's like a kind of a bad guy. Do and they he's, fight? He's a bad uh, him and Momoa. Yeah, they do. They're nice. brothers. They're brothers. <laughs> nice. Yeah. They're uh, brothers, but they like kind of got like ended up on very very opposite like ends of the country basically so they're living in completely different like regimes kind of so they're gonna end up being at, like, at war with one another cool uh, but their father seemed like a real like a abusive guy who kind of trained them both to be like pit bulls sort of anyway so cool they're like two of the most like you know thick like decorated warriors basically um, and then obviously Dune too, which he's going to be a much bigger part of the second Dune. Yeah. Uh, but he had a, you know, a little bit of screen time in the first one and I, I liked him in the first one too. Just mm-hmm. fucking that armor and shit just looks like fucking so commanding. You know what I mean? He's a huge guy. Yeah. He's just monstrous. Yeah. Him and Momoa in that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Good call. Yeah. Good call. Um, but yeah, no. He's 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, he's a fucking big dude. Yeah, he, he is. He is. When you put him in that <laughs> armor. shaking the yeah. top rope. Yeah. <laughs> I walk along. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, he's done a, he, he's, he's done a lot of good shit. I, I enjoy him. I enjoy him. Uh, but yeah, I, like I said, I, if, I, if I, like, I mean, to me, obviously, I mean, this is just me. You can have your own opinion. This is why we do the show. But I highly recommend just waiting the next two or three weeks until it comes out on Netflix. I think it's, like, December 23rd. Yeah. This is not something that I would uh, go out of my way to go see. Especially when, when right now there's a, there's a few good things in the theater, and I hope I can go check out some more of them in the next week or two. But um, it's Devotion, I believe is the name of it, which that's when we talked about a little bit with Jonathan Mages, the fighter pilot movie based on a true story. Yeah. That looks good. It's also got Hangman in it from Top Gun Maverick, so that's a cool little combo. Uh, the Menu I, is something that intrigues me. I, I want to check out The Menu. And then I want to check out Spielberg's new movie. Uh, it's another one that's getting really good reviews, but it's doing terrible, and it's because it's only on like fucking 600 screens across the country. Yeah. So... Unfortunate. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be. I'm going to have to travel a little bit out of my way to go see that one if I if I do. And it's like two and a half hours long, which is tough because then I have to convince Steph to go see it, <laughs> and mm-hmm. she hates long ones. So. <laughs> and the menu, the menu too, is one I've seen pop up a lot. Like yeah. uh, Ralph Ralph Fiennes. Yeah, Lord Voldemort, baby. Yeah. And then my girl uh, Queen's Gambit, Anya Taylor Joy. She's fucking awesome. I like her. Yeah, she's, she's gonna take off too. Isn't she? Yeah, uh, yeah, she was in the North. She's, she's um, awesome. I think she's Peach. Oh, no and kidding. The, and the Super Mario Brothers. I'm oh, pretty no sure. shit. Yeah, I'll double check nice. it. That friggin'. I'm, Which I know you guys have more to talk about, that. but I, that, that fucking. That trailer looks awesome. I thought the same thing. Said the I like well, so Lowe's this texted, movie looks awesome. Lowe's texted me and Steph in, a, like in our group chat, and he was just like, the fucking Mario trailer just came out. And he's like, it looks like such a like a steaming pile of dog shit with a bunch of laughing emojis. No, it don't. So I, like, you know, popped out my phone. Bowser looks bad. And I freaking checked it out, and right away I was just like, yeah, what do you want? I was like, yeah. this. 
Well, this the, is pretty the, cool. The second trailer that just came yeah. out yesterday looks even better. Oh, I didn't even see a second one. Yeah, they dropped the second one, and they're doing a lot. It seems like they're doing a lot more like Mario centered things. Like the end of the first one is like Luigi. He clearly goes into Luigi's mansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're tying in things like that. And then That's the end, cool. the end of this one is they literally look like they're on Rainbow Road. Yeah, but it's not like in like outer space or whatever. You know, Rainbow right, right, Road is right, like right, they're. Right. And it's it's all the characters like driving cars, like it's Mario Kart. No shit, that sounds sick. Yeah. And you hear his first uh, his first like woohoo. Yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah, like yeah. you hear Chris Pratt's like first uh, first time saying that. So like, I'm gonna have to try it, it seems like they're going all out, and it looks really fucking. It looks good. Nice. No, I, like I said, I I liked the first trailer I, right away. I thought Jack Black too. Um, yeah, it looks awesome as Bowser. As Bowser, yeah, thank you. Wait, yeah, there we go. Really I was good. gonna be stuck on that one too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like, Charlie yeah, Day's Luigi, like it's it's loaded. Charlie Day, yeah, it's, those are all like those. Are, like, I feel like those are all like good picks. Keegan Michael Key, I think is Toad. Is he? Yeah, you would never know. You would never know it. Like, you I would, didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't know who's Donkey Kong. That is hysterical. Should know. That's what the uh, is that winter or spring? Oh, uh, it's April. April. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll definitely. I see who Donkey uh, Kong I'll definitely is. check that one out. I don't even I'll know if he talks about. Um, but yeah, no, like I said, uh, there's a few things that are out right now that I want to go check out. The menu's been getting good reviews, like we were mentioning on that. That one looks pretty uh, pretty interesting. Oh, Seth Rogen is fucking Donkey Kong. That's right. Oh, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> one's going to be a loaded cast. Oh, yeah, it's through the roof. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be a good time, I think. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Lois likes to hate on a lot of things, though. <laughs> he didn't used to be that way. Yeah. <laughs> he is smelly dump. He goes through, he goes through <laughs> He's got a smelly dump in his pants. <laughs> um, I just want to have fun. There's yeah, a character really. called Cranky Kong. That's Los. Should be played by Los. Cranky Kong. Oh shit! Uh, Change your undies, Los. <laughs> Change your undies. Change your undies. He's got a big dump in his pants. From there, do we have anything that we want to do before we dive into Andor? I know you said you wanted to talk about Mario, so we just did that real quick. Is there anything else? Yeah, that was really a big one that stuck out to me. I said the second trailer that just came out yesterday. I'd highly recommend watching. Yeah, I'm gonna do. I'll have to. Definitely They're going all out with it, which looks good. So that was really a big one. Yeah. You said you remade your Star Wars hierarchy. I did. Maybe yeah, you did that for the end, or you want to do that now? Boy. Yeah, maybe. Are we gonna give like final reviews? Yeah, we can do final reviews. I have a couple of uh, losers to give out and two winners to give so maybe out. Maybe at the end. So yeah, I'll, I'll I'll throw in like the final. You know, my Star Wars list when we go through the reviews. My review for the show should just be yawn. If I could just put it up, if I could just, if I could just sum it up, yeah, yawn. I think like I think like what you were saying. It I don't know if it was because you said it or I think it finally caught up to at least to me like the amount of episodes do the show and the unnecessary amount that needed them. Like, but but it it, so it took it took until after the prison episode for me to realize it. Oh man, yeah. I just even like, his last two. I was like. My brain just goes to the, the like like the other shows that we've been doing and reviewing. Like right away, my brain goes to uh, Rings of Power, which was like eight episodes, and I was like, I could easily have done two still more the be- episodes. Still the best show, no doubt about it. All the ones that we've done, still uh, the best yeah. rated show to me. Yeah, Rings yeah, of Power. I, I would have to agree. I, would I have think to agree. I think this is going to be more like House of the Dragon, is where I was upset by the ending, but I think once season two comes out, and if you're rewatching, say you're binge watching Andor. If you can jump right from the end of season one into two, into episode two, I mean into season two, episode one, yeah. I think I think it'll be a lot better. Yeah, because there is a ton set up. Right, it's, yeah, it's, it is. It's queued yeah. for a big. So I'm turn. I'm a little selfish in wanting more of a payoff than what it ended up being. So I think it's got that same House of the Dragon vibe to it. Yeah. 
Um, no, I, I hear you. I hear you. It's just like I was saying, it's fucking. I could have easily done more episodes of you know Rings of Power. I could have even yeah, Rings of Power. Like I want more now. Right. I could have even done. I could have done two more episodes of House of the Dragon. Obviously, this show. I've been out. Like I, I mentioned it last week, but again this week, like I was like, I waited until like three o'clock to start the show. And I was just like, cause I had, I'm like, I'm out of time. Like, I have to, I have to go set up the room. I was like, I'm physically just out of time. I have to watch this episode. I was like, I would rather <laughs> I have do, no other I was doing everything else this morning. I was like, hungover as shit. <laughs> and I was like, sitting there. I was like, well, I'm hungover. I could watch the show. I was like, or I could just get up and do stuff and fight yeah, through that. And I was I'll like, get to it in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and then an hour comes. Yeah. You're like, oh, I should do this before I watch. Before yeah, I watch exactly. That. I just did everything else I could before I had to watch it. I was like, all right, fine. Let's go watch it. I don't know. It just it. I don't know. It didn't do much for me. I'll tell you, there was one scene with uh, my boy B two that got a reaction out of me when that dude flipped him over. I was ready to kill. That got an, that got an emotional reaction for me. That was about it. Yeah. <laughs> Guy flipped over B two, and I was like, "You motherfucker! It's you're on now." Die. Yeah. yeah. I was like, "You're gonna die." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, aside from that, I don't know. The show just fucking. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough handicap they have where we all know what's happening at the end of it. I don't know. We, we yeah, know the next exactly. hundred things that are happening once the show ends. Yeah, nope, that's true. But, I mean, that's House of the Dragon, too, I guess. So, it's not, a, not the best excuse. I totally agree. The thing is, is like I've already mentioned, the show just doesn't feel like I'm watching a Star Wars show. Almost ever. Which I think is what they kind of were going for in some aspects. But I think that they almost overdid it. It's just like, I just, I don't know. There's just, and every time that they finally get to something that's supposed to be kind of explosive, I always feel like it's underwhelming every single time every time except maybe the Aldani heist the Aldani heist was was pretty damn good mm-hmm. that was pretty damn good the stakes felt real obviously that helped because our whole team basically died in it so that did up the stakes but you know there's tons of stormtroopers flowing in it's full out guns ablazing like it was you felt like you were in a battle you know what I mean but since then, to me, I just like, I, I don't know. This one, again, I, we kind of were talking about it a little bit before the show. I was like, all right, Andor's finally back on Phoenix. All of these people are looking for him. Like, the Empire, the Rebellion, everybody is looking for this dude. And he's basically, basically just able to, like, sneak right around town. Goes and to also his goes mom's to house. Break, yeah. Like, <laughs> goes to his girl's house, goes to his mom's house, like, ends up getting his girl out. And like I said to you, he doesn't, he, he takes down two guards. Two guards to break his girl out of this fucking His mom's street. house, too. How do you not have that on guard 24-7? Yeah. I don't know, man. I was just like, I don't get it. Like, I just don't understand. I, was like, this is supposed to, I thought this was supposed to be the finale. Like, what? where's the fucking... Where's Ando taking down... They're like, oh, um, his buddy there, the construction worker guy. That's what I always call him because I can never fucking think of his yeah. name. Like, ba- Bassos. The big dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's something like that. Ba- yeah, Bassos. Bassos. Yeah. Bassos. Something like Basil. that. Something like that. Bassos. <laughs> Bassos. <laughs> Bassos. <laughs> Bassos. 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 Vassal's is like, you got to go fucking take on a whole garrison by yourself. And I'm like, all right. And Andor's like, yeah, like I am. It's like a whole garrison's now two guys. It's like three dudes. <laughs> like, come on. Well, man, what are we doing? Well, that was sort of, they kind of explained it with the story. They, that was like the point of the whole riot in the streets was to draw everybody out of the hotel. So yeah. Could, so he could go save Bix. But. I, I understand. <laughs> I understand. He's like, I, no, I get it. I do. Because I do. I understand. And, but it's like, and it's Marba, fucking lame. Man. And Marva loved those tunnels. And they finally came into play. We have stormtroopers. <laughs> they are an unlimited camaraderie. We have billions upon billions of them. We just make more. It's like, don't tell me we're out of guys. We bring in more guys. Get more guys in here. We gotta watch this prisoner. 
Deidre's fucking watching everything like a hawk. Bix is just gonna fucking walk out of this place. I don't know. And just even like the. They did such a good job creating the tension. We're going to get into it, but we're gonna, they do such a great job at creating this tension at the big, you know, the big climax when the rebellion is going to basically, like, kick off. And then even that to me, I was just kind of like, all right, so, like, a couple guys pounded into some, some shields. One dude hit DJ with a rock. That was about it. They made one bomb. Yeah, that, thank God for that kid. Like I said, that, if it wasn't for that kid making that one bomb and trying to blow up some people, man, fucking, I think we're not a the, pow- the powder keg. And a perfect yeah. toss. Oh, shit. We did nail one thing, though. though. Yeah, we did. If yeah. that's not a fucking declaration to check out this podcast, I don't know what is. Because we yeah. said that how many weeks ago? Uh, the last, yeah. yeah as like, soon as he was working on it, right? Yeah. Right. yeah. That had to have been like episode fucking eight or nine. Because that was, yeah, they break out in, so it was Aldani was Once six, he gets into prison. Seven, six, seven, eight, nine. So, yeah. That, was, that had to have been either eight or nine. So, I mean, we've been calling that shit for like four weeks, baby. Nailed it. <laughs> calling it for like four weeks. And then that was like the end credit scene. And I was like looking for something else. I was like, oh, cool confirmation yeah. that we're big brain. But it's like, <laughs> it, I think it goes back to what Luke was saying too. Like, you know, obviously we'll get into it, but like we know that that's coming. Yeah. So it's not like a, oh, shit. Take like, some this of the stuff yeah. away. Whoa. Yeah. Like, wow. This I can't believe this is happening next. Like, we, we know. We know what they're doing at this point. People were supposed to have the revelation that we had fucking four weeks ago. Right yeah. on the show. We're like, oh my god, he's fucking helping build what he's going to destroy. How fucking poetic. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we were on that, man. That's why you listen to us. We're small. We have big brains. <laughs> Come on that shit, dog. Not today. My brain's small and leaking booze, but it's fine. We're getting through it. We're already at the end of our view. So we're almost, wrinkly. We're almost there, Nick. Wrinkly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, episode 12, the season one finale entitled Rick's Road. We open up, we see, actually we open up, I got excited because we open up and it's Deidre, she's flying in, she's arriving on, uh, on Ferrix, but she's flying one of those like cool ass ships that like, I feel like only like the boss guys kind of fly. Like isn't fucking the emperor or something like traveling one of those men? Yeah, you know what, I, I, there was like a split second where it's the exact same ship that the emperor like debuts in and the empire strikes back. All right. I like almost the almost the same thing in terms of how they sh- they shoot it with mm. like the the ramp thing kind of going down and it's like steamy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, I, I didn't think he was gonna like you know debut like that, but there was like a split second where I was like, oh, are we getting something like that? I was hoping for it as soon as we did that. I was like, okay, or even now, right away though, like I, even I was, if it's like yeah. even if it's somebody coming down from that ramp and saying that like the emperor's on board or something like that. Something, you know what I mean? <laughs> something. But it, was, it happened. It just happened, and it was like, oh. Fucking banked out of <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, she's not yeah. worthy of a ship like that yet. I think she's no, a good that's what I'm she's saying. Not, not I thought it was like fucking like for, the, for the big bosses. Yeah. Um. So right away, instantly, disappointment. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> for one. Uh, we see, uh, we kind of do like a little, almost kind of like a little jump around to kind of open up and to show where a bunch of our characters are. But we see Bricks. Uh, Bricks still in prison, looking real bad. She looks like shit. And we're seeing that the people on like Phoenix are still being like watched we still have our uh, our empire, like, empire guard guy there he's watching them we still got Cinta there she's still hanging out she's still watching everything like that uh, they're still following you know Basil's Basil whatever the fuck his <laughs> yeah. name is Basil Exposition yeah yeah we uh, go Basil. to oh, what is it oh Basil oh, Basil baby twins <laughs> twins Basil twins Basil <laughs> Um, we go to that little, uh, like the ticket taker guy, the dude that Andor talked to basically at the end of, uh, last episode mm-hmm. communications. He's got a, he's a jack of all trades. He does a lot apparently, but he is going to be talking to, uh, Basil, Basil, whatever. 
And he's basically going to hey, be like, hey, yo, like, I, Andor called me last night. Like, I think he's headed here. He was just like, dude, did you fucking tell him about Marvin? He's like, yeah, I might have mentioned it. And he's just like, well, great. That's why he's coming in. Like, it's not good. He shouldn't be coming in. Like, you should have fucking told him that. He's like, oh, you know, quick conversation. Didn't really have the time. It's like, all right, word. Then we see this new character. We got this new guy, this black guy who shows up. And he's... Uh, so he... I, I thought he was new. He's not new. He's actually the guy that was shaking down Cassian for money at the beginning with the big guy behind him. No shit. And so he's kind of turned into a leak for the good guys. Oh, because he needs man. money because Cassian never paid him back. That makes sense. I gotcha. Yeah. I, I missed gotcha. it at the time. But uh, recap videos taught me that one. Oh, shit. All right. Because they, they gave him a weird amount of attention in that, and I was confused by it. I was very but, confused. I yeah. was like, kind of a weird time to bring in a new dude, too, like in the finale, you know what I mean? Right. Because he ended up obviously having a role. So Right, he, and it's, he strangely is betraying all the good guys, but looks like he cares about the good guys. So. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it makes yeah. sense now. But. Right away, though, right in this opening scene, well, not, open, not his opening, like you said, we've seen him before, but in this opening scene for this episode... Right away, I was like, all right, so this guy's obviously up to no good. Like, he's just trying to grease information out of you. You know what I mean? He's, yeah. like, not even being that sly about it, I don't think. But he's having drinks with, the, again, the ticketator guy that Andor talked to on the phone. And he's like, oh, yeah, if you know anything more, like, don't tell me about it. Ha, 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 ha. Like, obviously, like, mm-hmm. wink, wink. Like, tell me about it, bro. Come on, give me what, tell me more. What you got? What you got? Give me the dirty deets. Right. Um, And all the while, you know, with, like, all this is going on, we see that the rebel, like it's, they kind of keep going. They go to him a couple times, but it's the the rebel that I believe that Deidre had tortured to death mm. because we've seen him before a few times. Like he works with Bix a lot. He had a son. who He was always at the shop too. I believe it's the same kid. They work right. the same curly hair and stuff. I didn't look it up, but I'm assuming it's the same kid. Mm-hmm. We see that he is working on some device, building something. Right away, I was assuming it's got to be some kind of fucking, which is what it ends up being. We already referenced to it, but an explosion bomb. But right away, that's what I was thinking. I was like, All right, what else could it be? Yep. Got to be something to make this thing go boom. Yeah. It kind of mirrors the scene at the very end, the after post credit scene, which starts off with those robots soldering, uh, you know, yep. The, like yep. The, yep. the pieces from the prison onto the, the Death Star. It's a good call. Um, good call. Same. A little bit of mirroring there. Yep. Uh, we go from there, and we go to Mommy Martha. Who's going to be talking about money, but at least this time it's a different fucking aspect that we're talking about when it comes to money. We're not just talking about the 400K that she's needing. Mm-hmm. She's uh, she's going to be taking like a ride with her husband and her driver, which we know the she we know that she knows that her driver is a leak. Right. So husband grab like hops in the car and she's like, yo, like basically like put the window up like we want to have a private conversation, knowing full well that he's still got to be able to hear that. Right. And then proceeds to call out her husband, who apparently has a gambling problem for gambling yeah. again, basically. Like, basically, you know, relapsing virtually on, on gambling. Back on the stuff again, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you come home reeking of booze. And <laughs> Where you been? You smell like strippers. Yeah, exactly. You got glitter yeah. all over me. <laughs> Let me smell that cock. Stink. <laughs> the true test. <laughs> the true test. Um... But yeah, she's you know calling out her husband for gambling. The, the husband's denying it pretty hard on. Like, who did you hear this from? Who did you hear this from? Someone's lying to you, yada, yada, yada. But like I said, she knows that this guy's got to be listening in. So right away, I'm thinking, like, is this a con? Is this some kind of a long con here? You know what I mean? Right. Last week, she did say that she had come up with a solution. I assumed it was just going to be to basically wet her daughter off. Um but I don't know. Maybe she's got another another trick up her sleeve, possibly. Yeah, I, I didn't really catch it the first time watching it, but 
again on recaps like it seems like like you said she knew the guy was listening and she's almost just yeah. offering a diversion explanation for where the money's gone like yeah. she's she's trying to just throw up a you know, fake. She's trying That's to like. What I was, she's yeah. trying to like flush out the rat. Like you know, in the Departed, the the scene where like Jack Nicholson, like he's finally trying to oh, the flush out the rat. Flush out the rat. Yeah. That's kind of what I got from that. This yeah, kind of yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she's in, you know intentionally saying something to try to try to get him out. So it's kind of the same thing to me. Yeah, I think trying, she's to, trying, trying to flush her, out. I think the she's rat. trying to burn her husband rather than kind of selling off her daughter. It seems like. That's right. what I was thinking, but yeah, I, I thought it was more protecting herself at the expense of her husband. I don't think it's anything against her husband. Yeah, but, actually, but yeah, she's a good way to put it. She's trying to like, yeah, protect the bigger picture. But he's the guy. He's the scapegoat. He's the guy who is. And she clearly doesn't get arrested or whatever enough to not like. I think she's willing to sacri- like not sacrifice him, but yeah, she <laughs> she doesn't love the guy. Right, that's what I'm saying. Off, like yeah. she's not she's not very loyal to him. No, they don't have a very tight relationship at all. Yeah, so yeah. I wasn't too surprised, but right away I was like, okay, mommy Martha, I like this. At least we're doing something different than just discussing the same thing. <laughs> well, I get the like, credits. All right, word. And like I said, I thought it was pretty sneaky because we mm. already mentioned. Like she taught, she told Luthen straight up. She's like, oh yeah, my fucking drive is a rat. Like he's been following following me around, like not following me around, but keeping tabs on me or put back to the empire and stuff. Yeah. So right, it's like as soon as he hops in, she like says it too right away. She's like, "Put the window up. We want to have a private conversation." And the husband's like, "Oh great, what the fuck did I do now?" Mm-hmm. But it's like as he rolls right. in late with his mixie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's like all right. Like this has got to be a, a, it's a show, a plot, a con, yeah, yeah like something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we didn't see uh, we didn't see too much of Mon Mothma in this finale. I think we only I think we went to it like one other time, and it was pretty so great. Cool. We so great we get to start season two with. How do I get these credits? How do I move these funds? <laughs> Great. Um, we go back to Ferrix, and we see that Vel has arrived. She's back with Cinta. Uh, and Cinta's going to... Well, actually, first Vel tells her, you know, like, hey, like, things are about to pop off, basically. Like, I know you've been here keeping tabs on everything, but everyone's heading here now for this fucking funeral, basically. The Empire, Luthen, and we think Andor's coming, too. And Cinta's like, all right, word. Well, guess what? You should also know that Deidre showed up yesterday. She, like, Vel didn't know her, like, specifically, but she, like, hmm. all right, word. Not surprised, it seemed like. So it seemed like they, they might have, and Luthen wasn't surprised either, because he's going to find out the same info. Right. So it seems like maybe maybe that week that Luthen's got, maybe there's like, maybe he's like, hey, there's a new fucking hard-ass fucking officer that's fucking chewing on you guys, you know what I mean? Be on the lookout for her. Yeah, I think he briefly mentioned her in that the elevator. Up they he might had, have already, yeah. But. Because so, Luthen like he goes like oh, when we get to Luthen he says like uh, is it a, is, it, is it a girl and she's like yeah it is and he's like all right I fucking heard about that yeah, bitch that bitch <laughs> <laughs> um but I think I knew who that bitch was <laughs> <laughs> I think I knew who that bitch was. <laughs> oh man I seen a couple kids come around the corner with their eyes redder than the devil's dick. <laughs> yeah, so that will help you identify that bitch. <laughs> yeah. I think I knew who that bitch I know that. Was. What is that from? I've been smelling something in Mr. Potter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Right, our track. Say our track. Um, but Vel is not the only one that's driven back on Andor. Like we kind of just mentioned, everyone's going to be showing up here. This is a big moment, this funeral. Now we got Andor. Andor's arriving back on Ferrix for the first time in a grip. And we see that he's going to sneak, kind of like what I was saying earlier, very easily it seems like. He's able to sneak back into Bix's, I don't know if you want to call it a backyard, but it's a backyard kind of vibe. He's got to jump a fence kind of a thing. Yeah. Right away, though, you get these two ugly-ass, like, fucking Star Wars space dogs mm. fucking chained up like pit bulls, but they were fucking nasty motherfuckers. Yeah, got a, like, three-foot-wide mouth. Yeah. yeah. 
fucking gross. Almost like Demodogs. Just fucking shout out Stranger Things, even though you guys don't watch Stranger Things. Yeah, I don't I'll know what that there. is. We'll get there. Uh, <laughs> and then this dude, Pegla. Is this guy new, too? Is, I didn't recognize him. The name's familiar. I think he's, he's maybe the guy who was helping, or like told him he couldn't take the ship out again. Okay. In, like, in episode two or whatever. All he's right. the guy who ran like the junkyard. It's a perfect example of how long the show is. We've had characters from episode two that I just don't remember because it felt like three months ago that I first met them. It's just like... Yeah. We thought we were just dumping them in the past, but... Yeah, no. Oh, gotta remember. All back. Yeah, great. No gotta problem, remember. dude. <laughs> you know what I did kind of like, too? It goes a little bit back. Um, I think it's when the kid's building the bomb. You yeah. hear the... Uh, one of the guys from the original Aldani heist. The guy from uh, End of the Fucking World. Oh, yeah. You James. Kinda, you got to hear his, like... I don't know if it's from, like, the... I, I, if he was, like, writing a book or whatever it was. But yeah, 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 yeah. I, I did like that you hear... Yeah, his manifesto. Kind of like his, yeah, his yeah, manifesto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did kind of like that you could hear that, and uh, they do some other things, too, later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Touch back to the Aldani. It was a good little speech. I thought that was cool. Yeah, it's the one... One little bit of info I got is the speeches, if we, if we want to get into it later. All right, nice. Yeah, we, I was like, that's some good quotes. Um... But Pegula kind of comes out, fucking, he kind of calls off the dogs, and right away he's like, yeah, like, Ando, they're like, all right, what's going on, dude? He's like, I'm just here watching the place until we're able to sell. And Ando's like, sell? What you mean, sell? Like, where's Bix at? And he doesn't say anything, but then it kind of, like, goes black, and obviously, you know, he gets the rest of the information, but it's just like, oh, fuck, shit. And then, actually, that's when they do the, uh, that's when they do the monologues, right after that. He goes back to his crib, and he's playing, it's almost like, um, like a Star Wars version of, like, a cassette tape kind of phone thing. It's a little handheld it would be like even like a seemed almost like it might be like a journal kind of a thing like an audio journal you know what I'm saying like a vlog sort of a night thing that he was just like saving yeah. thoughts on before he died and it like because they um, that was supposed to like go to Andor someone gives it to him and they said Nemec wanted you to have this yeah right, right after um, she's with Vel he actually he kills the guy him and Vel separate and she's like alright before yeah, yeah, you yeah, go yeah. here's here's Nemec's manifesto he said you're the guy who needs it yeah, I think he did because it was uh, it was inspiring, kind of little motivational thing, kind of just talking about the empire and what it's going to take, kind of to take them down. Yeah, and it's kind of a powerful representation of what his whole thing was. That of like, there's all these little insurrections going on, and it's just gonna they're gonna keep making like zero to very little bit of progress. Right, but, right, right. But eventually, it's gonna be one of those little things that breaks, breaks yeah. the empire. Yeah, so more and so he, much. Yeah, and. You know, he thinks that Andor could be that guy, and I don't know. It's got a, I think it's a good, good story. Sort yeah, of no, I thought it was cool. Like Seth said, I liked the idea of just bringing him back to do that nice little. That was one of the kind of ties from earlier in the show that I did like, rather than bringing back these characters that we haven't seen since episode two to like play roles in this episode. <laughs> but not like Bassos, obviously, because that's a character that like we've kept up with like right. the whole entire series. So it's like okay, we can use him in the family. It makes total sense. Right. But, like that dude, I fucking now that you mentioned that, I'm like, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. But like, right, he was uh, fucking came less back than a that. minute scene from episode one. Yeah, Pegla, this Pegla dude too. He had like a you know a pretty big part in this episode, yeah. played a pretty big role. Again, and I was like, I don't. I don't know if you're just somebody new or somebody you've seen before. Yeah. Um, but after uh, James's cool little monologue, we kind of see Andor. Uh, he kind of like just kind of takes off. He kind of like leaves, but you, you know, you get the you get the vibe that it's like all right, like he kind of gets it now. He, yeah. He's he's invested. He's ready to go. Like he, he's ready to take on the fucking empire. One more small thing I'll say is that uh, it seems like a lot of his stuff that he used to motivate the guys at the prison. Yeah. Also came from this this thing. It, oh, okay. Kind of maybe yeah. seems like it's like. Not the first time he's listened to it. Like he's yeah. been kind of listening to it a lot, keeping him going. Um, stuff little, like uh, what do you call that? Like a mantra. Yep. Um, so like one of the key ones is oppression is the mask of fear, That's which is exactly one. like power doesn't panic. Yep. It's the same thing. Like if you're actually powerful, then you don't need to 
overreact. Right, and, right, right, right. Yeah, and if you're, yeah, if you're not afraid of the people you're oppressing, then you don't need to oppress them so hard. The more afraid you are, the more you need to oppress. And that's exactly what the empire is. Yeah, doing. He's, he's really just translating Nemec into all of his stuff he's doing now and be, like carrying the torch for him. I hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty definitely. cool. That's definitely what the empire is doing right now. They're just cracking down insanely, insanely hard. Yeah. Um, we go to Deidre and her kind of imperial offices, and they're going over their plans for the funeral and how they're going to catch Andor. We find out the name of the episode, Rick's Road, is going to be the road that they basically gave for the funeral precision that they've closed down. And they're allowing like 40 people, they say, which I'm like, I thought this was supposed to be like an important girl for Fenix and stuff. I think there's going to be more than 40 people. There. 40 people is like not that many people. No. <laughs> um, but like I said, they're kind of going over their game plans and shit. And one of the Imperial offices, you know, is like, all right, we're going to have, I can't remember the first thing he says, but you know, I think he says something like, so we'll have troopers on the ground and then we'll have like snipers in the buildings. And she's like, nah, no snipers. Like, cancel that shit. Like, I don't want that. Like, we have to catch this guy alive. Like, no, there's no fans and butts about it. Yeah. And you can tell the Imperial offices is like, Okay, like I guess, like you're in charge here, but like we can just snipe this guy in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a constant. She has to fight the, she has to fight Kyburn about the same thing later. Like yes, it's a yes. weird, weird thing that everybody just wants to kill all the all the important people before yeah. they talk to them. Well, the reason why is actually what we're going to find out in our next scene. We're going to go to a character that we haven't seen in a little bit, but I did know, which is Blevin. Blevin is the man that Deja basically took his job right from him because she was better at it than he was. So. We see now that he is uh, discussing the Mon Mantha conversation. So actually, you know, prove what we said earlier that, that Helmley is right. right. They were listening. So now they're kind of going over this little information. Like, all right, this guy's gambling again. Like, that's kind of weird. Yada, yada. All right, keep an eye on it. Just keep doing what you're doing. But they let us know that, like, we were right, kind of. Like, they, yep. they are listening in. And he said that his banking moves have been have been suspicious lately also. Yeah. So. All right. Perfect. Yep. Yeah. Sketchball. Trying to already build that little full credit fucking plot line that Mon Mothma is clearly working at. Yeah. Um, but then we find out that the rebellion raid that the Empire knew about went through as the Empire hoped it would. It was like a total slaughter, basically. All the rebels that came just got fucking wiped out. Um, literally, like, wiped out. No one to give any information about. And sure enough, DJ was furious. Yeah. She's going to, we're just mentioning with the snipers. She was kind of saying, you know, the fucking dead guy doesn't talk. This is a rebellion. There are so many people. We're looking for this Axis guy. We're looking for Cassian. Right. How are we supposed to find them or get more information about what they have planned or where they are or what they're doing if you're fucking killing everyone that's in these things? Yeah, it's almost a function of them just not feeling threatened. Like, they, yeah. they feel like it's not a bigger but yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're like, all right, here's the guys coming up. Let's squash it. But it really, is, it really is like a million, you know, nicks that... Yeah, no, that's definitely a good call. That's when that's when uh, you see that she's kind of butting heads a little bit with Kyburn, sort of. Right. She's kind of like, yo, like, what, what are we doing here? And Kyburn's like, yo, like, just fucking take care of the Fennec shit, and then you'll basically be able to have a lot more swing, you know what I mean? Your stick will get a lot bigger if you pull this off. So just focus on what you're dealing with right now, and we'll talk later. Right. Acknowledges her point, but also shuts her down. Yeah. And tells her, yeah, keep, keep doing what you're doing, and maybe you'll have a better point next time. Yeah, he's got fucking people he's answering to, too. You know what I mean? Kyber ain't at the top of this chain. He's got, uh, he's got his own bosses. Yeah. Uh, to continue our arrival party, we have Luthen now. Luthen has also arrived on Ferex. Um, the Empire Guard uh, that's been watching Ferex, like, he's, he's now watching the construction friend. He shows up at Marva's house, and he was, like, very much expecting it to be Andor because he, like, radios in. He's like, it's not fucking him. Like, what do you mean it's not him? And he's like, it's fucking somebody else. 
And he just like grabs B2 and like takes B2 out. But I was just like, all right, where is it? I was like, make sure we protect B2 at all costs. Oh, yeah. But I was like, at this point, I was like, was he just hanging out here by himself? Like, Marv is dead. I was like, you just been like a dog without an owner, just chilling at home, fucking rolling around the house? I was like, poor guy, he must be depressed as shit. Seems like he might have known how important his, uh, like, the Marva message was. He was trying to protect himself a little bit. Maybe. Ooh, I like that. Maybe. That's a good call. He did insist on not, like leaving, the, not leaving the house in yeah, the last yeah, yeah. episode. He's like, nope. I'm a Marva. I like that. That's a yeah. good call, too, Luke. I like that. It's a good Maybe. idea. Um, we go to Andor, and he is meeting up uh, with his buddy Bassos, who had, they haven't seen each other in a while, not since uh, episode three. Yeah, when when Andor leaves Phoenix for the uh, Ferrex for the first time, uh, and we see that Pegla, this this guy that I don't know again if he's new or not, but he's kind of keeping lookout. It looks like they're in some sewers. It's kind of gross. Uh, but Cassian's blaming himself for Mava's death, and Bastos is like, "Dude, that's exactly what she said you were gonna say," and then he kind of gives her a nice little speech on her behalf. Yeah, um, cool. But there was one line that I wrote down that I really did like. She's basically uh, Mava said that once he basically puts it all together and figures it out. He will be, he'll be a figure for all out good. He'll be an, oh my God. He figures it all out. He'll be an unstoppable force for good. Yeah. Which I liked. I thought that was a fucking pretty badass, like, all right. Yeah. That's a so cool he, way to say you'll be a hero, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's unstoppable force for good. Yeah. Something about like, you've seen all you need to see you've thought all you need to think or whatever. Yeah. And once, yeah, now you're an unstoppable force kind of thing. Once yeah. you put all the pieces together. Yeah. She's been, very cool. She's been building herself a little rebel all these years. He just didn't know it yet. Yeah. She's not wrong. He's he's a key dude, as we all know. Which yeah. is, I don't know, it's kind of one of the perks of knowing the ending. True. Right. You kind of see him true, becoming true, true. that guy. You go back and forth for you sure. Know, yeah. yeah. Get a little bit of an advantage in that way. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen it a couple times already in the show, and we've talked about it a bit, but he does it again in this episode. But he, again, just shows fucking quick trigger finger, man. He doesn't fucking care. He doesn't mess around. He doesn't care if it's Star Wars and Isaac. I'm going to fucking shoot you dead. Later, bye. Yep. <laughs> shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah. Um, and then Cassian is going to leave his buddy Bassos here. He's going to basically, you know, all right, I'll see you kind of later, but I'm going to go try to save Bix. And he's just like, bro, are you like crazy? Like, she's getting heavily guarded. Like, you're going to have to go up against a whole garrison. And he's just like, Yep, cool. See you later. I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's when I started to get a little bit excited. I was like, "All right, word. Like, let's go. Let's go up against an entire garrison by ourselves. Like, let's fucking run and gun. Let's throw some grenades. Let's see some stormtroopers get blown up." Nah, gay. Okay. No. <laughs> I guess a couple did get blown up, but not by him. Uh, we hop to Ramsey, Ramsey and Mosk. We have a couple, mm-hmm. a couple of reconnections this episode. Now I think about. We see Vel and Cinta back together. We're going to see Luthen with a couple people that he hasn't seen in a while. Vel, also Cassian. Uh, there's been a few other ones, too, though. A few people, times people have been Cassian and uh, Bix. Yeah. Cassian and all his friends, actually. Cassian and B2. A lot of reconnections in this one. Yep. But Wrapping we get uh, Ramsey and Moss back together, which I liked. I liked Moss the first time he was on the show. He just kind of made me laugh with this <laughs> thick-ass like, accent Mosk. and shit. Yeah, Musk, <laughs> Sir, Sergeant Musk. Yeah, he didn't do a whole much of this one. No, he did it, but you know, the, we're going to get to it, but the way they left him made me very curious. Hmm. Um, curious to hear your thoughts on we that. See, uh, we see that they're just traveling together. They don't talk or anything. They do that little hat switch, which I didn't really know what to take of that. So I think that was, uh, this is also what I got from like after video, but uh, in like the earlier, se- earlier episodes, the mosque had the... Or not Mosk. Um, Ramsey had the orange-brimmed hat, which, yeah, yeah. which showed him as the commander. Right. Um, and this guy, Mosk, had the regular hat. And I think he was switching it, so Mosk was the commander this time. 
Okay. I got so you. he's like, I'm in charge of this one. It's probably for his safety a little bit. Right, right, right. But, yeah, he was, I don't know, that was just them kind of swapping switch. command. But yeah. it was, that was a weird weird little exchange there. Yeah, I, I did. Don't look like, at each other, just like. No words. Yeah, it wasn't clear. Both just kind of had like real little smirks, though. Like, they're just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm in disguise now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a straight out of Lego Star Wars. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in disguise yeah. now. They don't know it's me. Um, but you got to imagine that they're traveling to Ferrix too. That's where everyone's going. So that, yeah, it's got to imagine that's where they're headed. Yep. Uh, we see the whatever you want to call him now, the man that's from Ferrix that I thought was a new character, which Luke was kind enough to fill us in. But yep. he's kind of the Imperial spy, the little the little leak that they have here on Ferrix. Right. He's spying on Pegla. So he's, uh, I don't know how he found out about Peg. Maybe because he's been watching Pix's house. Maybe just a little lead, but he's on the right trail because obviously he's the guy who's directly helping Andorf, you know what I mean, right now. So I was like, oh, fuck, like, this ain't good. We see Luthen and Vel. They reunite, like we were just referencing all of you. First time they've seen each other in a little bit. Luthen wants to know if Andor's shown up yet. Vel tells him about Deidre. This is what we mentioned earlier. And he's just like, right away, like, oh, is it a woman? And he's, she's like, yeah. Like, how did you know? And he's just like, who said heard about that bitch? Before. I know. Her. I know. Her. She's gonna be a little bit of a that problem. Bitch. Uh, we find out though that Luthen, just that like we mentioned, we we found out a couple episodes ago, he wants Andor dead. Considers him kind of like a you know an open end, something that could trick back, like track back to him if the Empire was to get his hands on him. Yeah, could be a bad bad thing. So trying to kill him, like we, he, Vel was ordered to kill him. He now he's here to kind of do it himself. Yeah. Um, and we find out that the ceremony is going to be starting once the Anvil player starts playing. And that's exactly what's going to start happening right now. We found that out a little bit earlier. They go, oh, yeah, that's, the Anvil's going to be playing and shit like that. And they're, mm-hmm. they're having this conversation. And we get the big guy, and he's going to start hammering away on this motherfucker. And it's like, all right, showtime. Yeah, very ominous. Um, another cool thing is, I might be jumping the gun again. I think, I think I'm on, on cue here, but the, the whole band warming up beforehand. Yeah, that's right where we go to. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that's all the sounds that have been all the intros for this season. No shit. Like every every intro kind of changes as the yeah, Andor yeah. logo comes up on screen, and it's it's all those like warm up. No intros. kidding. Yeah, it's all like those warm up clips. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I fucking never obviously would have put that one together, yeah. but that's a cool little yeah. uh, same right. That's, that's a that's the internet one, but yeah, man, people want fucking Reddit. They're yeah, <laughs> they're, they're an unbelievable breed. But I, I love them, but they're crazy, crazy, crazy people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but right away, I was like, all right, you know, I, I should I, I should lie. So the only time I got a little bit of emotion running through me was when B2 got fucking kicked over. But I, at this moment right here, for some reason, I don't know why, I got a little uh, get a little excited. It was for no reason. It was for, you're it was, optimistic again. Yeah, exactly. It's my stupid fucking brain. It's, you're absolutely right. It's my dumb head. I should have just, I should have known it was coming. It was kind of boring and lackluster. Teacher's dying. I can feel it. <laughs> um. Band players start, like, kind of, you know, they're warming up. Then we see them kind of start marching off. And we see, like, the procession kind of start to form. Mourners, friends, family. We see that Andor is overwatching from some little tower. Like, fucking underneath the tower, though. It was freaking very cool. I was like, what are you, like, on a floorboard yeah. or something? I think it it was those tunnels that Marva was mentioning over and over. Like, yeah. Like, that was, like, the thing she was working on as a daughter of Ferrix. Okay. And that so that's sense. that's kind of why he was able to be so sneaky. Yeah, and yeah, That's, yeah. like, where, where him and Basil Very met Targaryen up. tunnels there, fucking. Like, yeah. Damon's been sneaking around all season. Exactly. I like that. I like that. Uh, but everyone everyone that's arrived now is here. They're all overwatching this from some different, like, angle. We got Luthen and Vel. Luthen's kind of in hiding. We got Deidre and the Empire. They're here. They're hiding. 
Cynthia's here. She's watching everything. Ramsey and Mosk are here. They're watching. Yeah. The uh, son of the um, the Ferrix man that was tortured to death, who was making that device at the beginning of the episode. We see that he's here. He's in the procession as well. Yeah. Um, the black dude who was the leak. Yep, he's everybody's here watching this ceremony start to kick off. Thassos is the one that's going to be carrying the brick of Marvel, which we found out that's what happened when you die here. Right, it's gonna get turned into a brick to be used in the city wall. Yeah, so Thassos is the guy who's you know carrying her coffin. Yeah, uh, so it's like, all right, we have all of our characters in the same place for very much the first time in the show because people have been very scattered out. Mm-hmm. It just, the tension was built well. That's what I was saying at the beginning of the episode. That they did a good job of building the tension. The, the way that they have everybody here, the Anvil guy fucking just hammering on this fucking thing, the rest of the band playing. Yeah. You just wanted it to be more epic. Yeah, but yeah. the build-up was good. The yep. tension was definitely created, absolutely created. Yep. And it, yeah, it wasn't terrible, but I'm with you. It, it could have been bigger. I don't know why they wouldn't make it bigger. It wasn't terrible. Nothing but, about the show has been terrible. But I think it's sort of on Nemec's thing where it's like a million of these miniature insurrections add up to the straw that breaks the camel's back kind of thing. Yeah. That's but, also what Marv is going to say a little bit kind of in our speech too. Yep. Yeah, they totally marry each other. Yeah. Uh, the, the other thing that I, I, right now in this moment that you really take away is that Deidre's really drilling home again, though, that whole, like, we are taking Cassian alive. Like, she's telling, like, the troops that are basically going out into the town, like, fucking, I don't care if anybody else has been whispering other things to you, yeah, like, don't fucking shoot this guy. <laughs> I need to talk to him. Yeah, for real. Um, but we see that the funeral procession, you know, like, where they're making their way through town. As it is, it's definitely building up steam. It's just gathering more and more and more people. And eventually, it's coming down that road that like the empire has cleared off for them. Like this is way more than forty people. I'm like we got a this is an army basically. They're like filling the street. Yeah, yeah, a couple hundred easily. Yeah. I would even be surprised if it was more. There was a lot of motherfuckers. They just kept coming. Um, but the empire they kind of start setting up like a blockade. Is I guess it's like to signify the end of the, they did say they closed off the road for them. Mm. So I was like, all right, that's just got to be like basically the ending of the closed road, like to signify this is where the the procession ends kind of a thing but it looked kind of interesting just the way that they were like marching at them I was just like something about to like pop off right away like are we even going to have any kind of version of a funeral service because this looks right. like we're just two armies this just looks like two armies marching at each other right yeah Daedra's don't shoot them instruction almost kind of let it happen yeah like if, if they were their usual empire selves they would have like fucking shut it down as soon as more than 40 people start walking but they they were kind of like looking for Cassian to show up and I don't know. They, they let it escalate much farther than they should have, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the second that there's, I don't, know, I don't know, it was very organized. You, yeah. You'd think they would have seen some some bullshit some rising. Fun, especially since they've been having spies here. They've been keeping yeah. tabs on everything. They have a bunch of Empire, basically, resources now on Ferrix for the last couple months. Or, how you know, however long it's been since the beginning, which I have to imagine has been months. Right. But then they wait until the end of Marva's speech to... Finally do something. To engage, yeah. yeah. And it's the guy that's been kind of, you could tell he was the one that was like, I got the snipers ready to go, you know what I mean? Yeah. What do you mean no? Yeah. Now he was like, all right, enough! Shoot them all! <laughs> fucking will. loses his mind. He's a nut job. Um, but yeah, now we kind of, we get to the end, like we kind of get to the end of this road, like I said, where the blockade is, and it's like, all right, now things aren't going to pop off, but we're actually going to start doing this actual like funeral service kind of a thing. All the while, though, this fucking this dude just fucking hammering on the anvil, which I liked. We actually mentioned that in one of the earlier episodes too. This guy's pretty badass. It's pretty cool. Yeah, there's, there's a chance that's uh, Basker or I don't know. I can't remember the word. The Mandalorian metal. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basker. Uh, Basker. Basker. Yeah. I 
That's why it echoes so loud and shit, too. Yeah. Carries the fucking vibration. That would make it very valuable, which would be unrealistic, but uh, it looks best car to me. You know what else I liked about this little march, too, about the procession? Not just the way that it looked like the army, like on army thing, but you know who was leading the procession was B2. I was like, hell yeah, he is, mm. baby. My guy out there at the front, <laughs> he was leading the marching band. He was just like at the front, all the bands playing behind him. I was like, yeah, B2, get it, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but we kind of, all right, like I said, you know, the, this thing's actually starting to kind of pop off. Not pop off, but the, the funeral service kind of starting to pop off. Uh, Bassos is at the front there. He's got the brick kind of holding it up for everyone to see. Everyone's on watching. And then B2 is going to shoot his little hologram, his little hologram of Marva. Marva's left us a nice little uh, goodbye message, basically. Yeah, pretty powerful. Yeah, definitely is. That she's that they're going to, you know, play for everyone to see. The Empire is going to hear it. It's playing through all the speakers everywhere. That's how I want to do my funeral, man. Yeah, no shit. No shit. <laughs> the speech. <laughs> yeah, the speech was good, too. Marva basically, uh, Marva's going to be the thing that's that kind of sets the people in motion. That's what they were just needing, this last little push. And she kind of said, hey, I know it's easy after you died for me to be the one that's saying that. It's easy to go fight, but it's fucking, we've been asleep for too damn long. We let this happen, basically. You know what I mean? And she's like, it's time now that we put an end to it. Yep. And she goes, it's, if I could go but what is that? If I could go back, I think it was if I could go back, I'd wake up early and fight these bastards. I was just like, Hell yeah, let's go. Yeah, perhaps it's too late, but I'll tell you this. If I could do it again, I'd wake up early and be fighting these bastards from the start. There you go. Fight the Empire. Fight the Empire. Yeah, it was good. It was definitely a pretty rousing speech. I liked it. Yeah. And it just kind of gives you the I don't know. Anybody who has something that they wish they could have done, you know? I feel like it's all something that they kind of are on the brink of doing, and then someone who died says they wish they did it, and that's just kind of like the the thing that brings them over the edge, you know? Yeah. I think she also kind of taking a little bit of accountability, not her, but the planet of Ferrix, kind of taking some accountability for this. Like she said, we like let our trade routes open. We took their money. Like We kind of allowed them to start to create this foothold that they now have. So like in a way, it's our responsibility to fucking shut it down now. Yeah. So I, I liked that, too. I thought that was a different angle, you know what I mean, from just a pure, like, they're evil. <laughs> you know right? what I mean? Yeah, like you I, said, I liked that a little we bit. let it grow, and now it's here. It's here, and it's not visiting anymore. It wants to stay. Yeah. The Empire is a, is a disease that thrives in darkness. Thrives in darkness. It is never more alive than when we sleep. That sounds like fucking Bane. Yeah. <laughs> darkness cool. is your ally. Yeah. And then there's a cool allusion to Jedi there, too. Is there? I'm dark. Oh, yeah, I guess it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. You know, Empire is a disease that thrives in darkness. Yeah, no, that's true. That's a good call. I like it. Um, and like we said, as he's playing this, you can see that the, the people now are starting to get a little bit riled up. And that fucking Empire officer, who was definitely wanting to have a little bit more heavy security here, the sniper guy, mm-hmm. he finally has had enough. He, like, go fucking runs over. And in the worst attempt of all time to cover... I mean, I B2 that. is shooting a hologram out, and it's like the fucking, like a projector screen. Yeah, that was pretty weak. Like a fucking, you know what I mean? It's not like it's this, he's not covering like a 50-inch TV with his jacket. He's covering a fucking projection screen, and he like tries to cover it with his jacket, and just misses the entire fucking hole. <laughs> just like misses it. 10% of it. <laughs> Wait, dude, what are you doing? Your jacket's huge. The hole's that big. Just don't be retarded. Like, it's pretty easy to do. And then, because he's so mad at himself and being such a loser failure, he takes it out on B2 and flips him <laughs> over. I was like, you gotta be joking. This guy needs to die. I was like, somebody grab this dude and kill him right now. Bash him over the head with a brick. Shoot him. Do something. But he needs to die. 
The only person on this show that I give two licks about is this fucking droid. And I was like, what the I fuck? I think the, the rebellion wouldn't have started if he just properly put his cloak over <laughs> P2Evo. Yeah. Just missed the fight the Empire line. Yeah. It would have been good. For real. Uh, but as soon as he flips B2, man, that's, that's you know what? That's, that's the powder keg. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's shooting the straw Ga- that broke the camel's that's, back. That's dude. shooting Gabriel Princip right in the middle of the street. <laughs> fucking... That's all it took right there. The powder yep. keg's been lit. Everyone just feels like, I do. they saw B2 get flipped, and they're like, all right, it's on now, baby. Let's <laughs> oh, go. Oh, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did not. Oh, man. But uh, skirmish full-on breaks out. The melee happens. You see uh, the You were a little disappointed by the, the violence level. You wanted. You want, it seemed like they were so prepared, but they weren't prepared at the same time, yeah. which I, I agree with. Yeah. It was like they were just – so the, the Empire has that little blockade, so they got these, like, riot shield, basically, guys. The Ferrex people are just like charging at them and they're just kind of having like a little shoving contest. A couple of guys are getting beat up. Yeah, some punches, some rocks. Yeah, nothing crazy though. <laughs> nothing, nothing crazy. Um, and uh, Basilis does like crack a crack like one stormtrooper with the brick, which I was like, all right. With the Marva brick. Right. With her ashes in it. Yeah. I was like, all right. That was I the like first that. strike. I like yeah. that. Just so, yeah, symbolic too. Like Marva's kicking some ass even in death. Yeah. You know what I mean? She had the first shot of the war. Yeah. Let's go. I like that. I like that. Um, you see that the Anvil guy starts really picking it up too here, which I like. <laughs> mm. He started fucking, he started getting. Even, All right, baby, what's one two, one two, one two, one two, one two. He's got his headphones on. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, starting to speed things up though. You know that should way, way to read the off. room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no shit. He knows what he's doing. He he's he's helping set this fire too. Yeah. Uh, we go to Andor. He's looking for Bix. He takes out one guard, nice executioner style, just kind of fucking little karate move, flips him over, and then just fucking point blank, just like blast him. I'm like, there he is. Yeah. There's the killer I know. Yeah. They didn't, show the, see more they didn't show the impact, but it was, they showed him the whole time. Yeah. It was, it was impactful for sure. But right like, away, shoot first, think later. Yeah. Figure that out later. But that's what I'm talking about. Like, all right, uh, this is what I'm starting actually. All right. Let's go, Andor. Let's go. Let's go run through this thing. Let's go save Bix. We're gonna friggin' kiss her on the mouth. It's gonna be awesome. We're gonna save B two. We're gonna carry him home. We're all gonna go have a great time. And then season two is everyone's gonna die. <laughs> yeah, but for now everything will be all right. Um, Andor finds Bix pretty easily though. He takes out that one guard, like I said earlier. Takes him out, and then basically, boom, he's just like in Bix's room. Bix is out of it, though. She's, like, fucking delirious. She doesn't even want to leave. She's got, like, Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, she's She's like, no, 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 I'm good. I'll stay here. Yeah, they'll hurt me more if if we leave. Yeah. You can tell she's had it rough. She's been getting tortured for a while. Her brain's just fucking mush. Her brain's like my brain. Like, my brain today. Yeah, she had too many vodka red bulls. Yeah, exactly. Bix's brain. They've been torturing her. They've been torturing her. (laughs) Vodka red bulls. (laughs) This fucking feeder in an IV. Fucking poor girl. (laughs) She's beat down. But, yeah, she's in tough shape. She's in tough shape. Uh, but Andor, you know, he's obviously gonna he's gonna he's gonna carry her out of here if he has to. We see that the the melee is still going on big time. We see that the son who was the man of the guy who was tortured, we finally pull out this device. We finally see what it's good for. Sure enough, it is a bomb. Takes it, throws it right over the melee, kind of past the blockade. Looks like it blows up some kind of like little ship thing, but takes out like a whole bunch of the stormtroopers. Kind of creates a little action. some other grenades, too. Oh, that's right, yeah. A little chain reaction. Yeah, that's right. Big chain reaction. Yeah, turn into 40 grenades plus the bomb. That's right, yeah. That that looked cool. Yeah. I did like that. That was the big boom. Yeah. But that was was the climax for you. You you wanted some execution style. Yeah. I don't know. Massacre. I don't know. I don't know. As soon as that happens, though, like fucking... That's when the uh, the Empire officer he he like he's all right like fucking they got like obviously like, their blockade's gone 
just got blown up kind of thing. So we said, all right, fire, fire at will. Just kind of start shooting these guys. I was like, all right, now it should be like really on. But then it kind of almost, like, it, I don't know, it didn't, I guess. Like, it just kind of stayed the same way. Yeah. Like, they're getting shot on. So I'm like, these people at Ferrex, like, some of these people have to have guns. I don't know if they brought them, if they're in their houses or some shit, but like, we don't got any blasters or anything to fucking pull out and start shooting back with. Like, otherwise, it seems uh-huh. it's going to be shooting fish in a barrel. These guys are done. Yeah. Only thing I can say about that is maybe that just shows how oppressed they are. They are literally like, I don't know, you think about freaking, I don't want to get political, but that's what our government's trying to do right now is take away our guns. Yep. And that's how they made them less able to rebel, is take away all their guns. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking, I don't know. That's how, that's just, how you do it if you're in power. As soon as they say, like, open fire, I'm like, all right, fucking, it's time for us to pull out whatever big guns. It's not like, literally, you know, whatever we got left. Like, the, this kid had one bomb and set everything off. I was like, uh, what if this kid doesn't have that bomb? We're just going to have a pushing shot this in the fucking street yeah, for a couple right. of hours? And yeah. right. That's going to be it? A slap fight. Exactly. Yeah. Punching. Like, this, what was the plan here? Punching stormtroopers with helmets on. And there wasn't even like a plan. Like that kid, I don't think that that kid was like, hey, everybody, I'm bringing a bomb to the funeral. You know what I mean? I think he fucking tweeted upon himself because his dad was tortured to death. So he was like, all right, I'm going to fucking, this is my revenge tour right now. I'm going to fucking blow up some guys. I don't think anybody else is like in on that plan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, if he doesn't do that, if he doesn't take it upon himself to make this device, like I said, what are they going to do? They're just going to have a fucking, a mosh pit in the fucking streets. Yeah. I mean, it is a thousand on a hundred, but, but they're outgunned for sure. True. You know, you'd, you'd be probably losing that battle. Mm. Um, we see that Andor's got Bix on her feet and they're moving the Empire calling out the, one of the Empire gods like identified the kid who threw the bomb so he's like get that kid I want him he's the one I'm like oh shit kid you better fucking get the fuck out of here but, time to boots yeah no shit huh? <laughs> I was like fuck alright you better get out of here they, they, I don't know how they saw him I was like he was behind so many people he like threw it over a huge melee I'm like dude I I don't know what you did wrong, but you did something wrong. <laughs> you should have been out of there already. As soon as you threw that thing, you should have been like, all right, my job here is done. I'm a kid. I'm getting the fuck home. To the tunnels. Yeah, for real. What are you going to do here? You don't got a fucking, you don't have anything. You're a kid. You know, there's no blasters like we've been saying. Yeah, what are you going to do? Just fucking try to start throwing punches with a fucking stormtrooper? Kids are going to kick you. Yeah. <laughs> Get away from me, midget. <laughs> um... We go to a cool, a little interesting scene that I thought was kind of cool while all this is, chaos is happening. We see that Cinta, who's been spying on Ferrix for the last couple of episodes, she's caught up with the Imperial Guard, who's been spying on Ferrix for a couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even aware that they were privy to one another. It seemed like he had tabs on her, but it wasn't clear that she had who tabs he was. On yeah, yeah. Well, I clearly she did because they come across each other, and right away he's like, "You, what the fuck are you doing here?" And she just. Yeah, I was like, "Oh shit!" That's something you don't usually see in Star Wars either. I was like, "This bitch just pulls out." That was like Game of Thrones stars. Ten gut stabs. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like the Cinder. You like that one? I did actually. I'm not gonna lie. The Cinder bitch is kind of. I said that. going a little bit. It's not my bad. Yeah, it did. Even the way that she kind of like talks to Vel kind of gets me going. Like Vel's always like, you can tell Vel's got a thing for her, mm-hmm. and she's just like, she's rebellion first, dude. She's like the fucking the job, the job, the job. This girl, yeah. all right. Ooh, she's we'll the one that there. convinced Vel to press the button or whatever during the Aldani heist. Too. Yep. She's like, like this is the moment of truth. Do we do it? And she's like, we put so much fucking shit into this. Press the button. <laughs> like she was, press the goddamn button. Yeah, she was. Yeah, the, yeah. press the goddamn button. She's like the most hardcore of them, almost. Yeah, yeah. True. Yeah, you know what? When they introduce her character, one of the guys says that she's like the toughest out of all of us or something like that, too. I think they said that she's gone through the most. I don't remember that, but she she showed it for sure. Yeah. Now that I just actually kind of flashed that into my head, and I, don't, I do remember that when they introduced her. 
Uh, but like I said, I thought that was just a, you know, just a cool little scene just because they've been doing the same shit. And she's fucking, again, kind of not your Star Wars that we normally. Yeah. I fucking, I was like, all right, cool. That was fucking pretty <laughs> badass. Um, we see that our boy, uh, our buddy Pegla, he's, uh, he's rescued B2. He's just like, literally like got him like on a little chain and he's just like dragging him like a dog out of battle. He's like, come on B2, we gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, right, my guy, let's get B2 out of here. I was like, Pegla and B2, that's like a fucking, that sounds like a show. <laughs> Did B2 take some damage or he's just out of batteries or what? I don't know. I just don't think he was able to. <laughs> he he fell he over, so he's like, he's yeah. like, yeah, oh. like it. I think he's like a fucking like a cow, and you tip a cow. <laughs> yeah. I'm stuck, boss. <laughs> just wiggling there, like, help! I fell I'm over. I'm stuck. I fell. I don't like that one. I fell. Oh shit! That was good. Um. Cassian and Bix, they're still on their escape mission. Now that they, they got her out of their room, they're making their way through the tower. Cassian's going to come across the only second guard that we're going to be dealing with on this entire escape for him. Okay, sure. <laughs> and then, uh, at least he took him out in another cool way, at least. It was fucking, like a fucking jump shot. Just fucking, Bix, stay here, I'll be right back. Just dies like Superman out and just blasts the guy like three times. <laughs> I was just like, okay. Yeah. At least when Angela does do shit, he does it in a cool way. So like that gets me going a little bit. But it's like, do more cool stuff. Yeah, and he, he totally has no regard for his own life, which we, <laughs> we, we see even more later. But yeah, he's, he's at that same stage during all this. Yeah, you know, he's like, "Fuck me, let's save everybody else." I'm not gonna lie, he's been, I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty lately. It just kind of reminded me. I just kind of run and sprint around corners just like that. It's like me on C trying to capture it. This is the way he put down Bix. Though I just thought it was funny too. The whole thing is just like, "Wait here, I'll be right back." Yeah. <laughs> Usually after that, it's like a, almost more like a stealth operation in most things. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, stay right here. Like, be quiet. And then, like, they sneak around and then fucking kick him out. Nope. Yeah, we got no time. Yeah, it was fucking cool, though. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, and then we see as they, uh, you know, picks, pick, pick, uh, picks, picks, back up. Picking the picks. Yeah, that was a tough one. <laughs> No matter what, good brain or not, I would have struggled with that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he fucking, uh, he kind of crosses over the dead body of the, the guy that he apparently owed credits to, the one that was leaking information to the Empire. So that explosion, I think, from the kid in the grenade fucking chain explosion must have, must have yeah. got him. Some glass shrapnel to the face. Not good tough for anybody. Yeah, it's tough yeah. That's kind of a, uh, one of the first losses for Andor as someone he liked seems like someone who lent him money that he owed with, yeah, yeah yeah even I when mean, he, they were bantering you could tell like he wanted the money back from Andor but yeah. it seemed like he really at the end of the day wasn't going to do too much to harm yeah, like our friends yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't know I was sad. just surprised that we brought him back and he like I didn't know I thought he was new and I was, either, at first I was like alright this new guy just played a pretty big role in this episode kind of randomly but now even if they know that they brought him back I still feel like it was weird yeah and you got to think when, uh, like, the last time Cassian went to Bix, he gave her enough money to pay back everybody he owed. That's right. So, so why would, is he fucking leaking information? Right. You got to wonder if he got the money, if Bix got captured before she could spread it out. Maybe. But it's just strange that he, I, like, I think this guy got more screen time in this finale than, like, Luthen did. Yeah. It's like, Luthen's, like, one of, like, you Seth said he's the most interesting character on the show. Like, you know, right. big plot, like, power play in the rebellion. I think, I think he was on screen more than he was in the finale. Kind yep. of fucking just, I don't know, strange to me. Weird. Yeah, and I like I said, I didn't know who he was when I was watching it. I had to find it out after. So We see that uh, Deidre, she has been caught up in this little melee that's going on in the streets. She's kind of fucking in the middle of this whole, this chaos. 
She's got a, got a gun ready in case she needs to use it, but she's not just like open fire and like the rest of the empire is right now. She's clearly just trying to escape the chaos that she is in. Um, and then she's gonna just take a rock right to the fucking head, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "That fucking must have fucking hurt." <laughs> Ow. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, oh shit. Um, we see that the <laughs> the Empire God, who we've been mentioning how this Andal guy's clearly helping, you know, set some set some some of the set some of the fire going for this uh, this little melee. He's like, all right, go fucking shut down that anvil guy. That was a little while ago. I forgot to mention that. But we see that the trooper finally arrives up there at the top of the tower. Didn't even stand a fucking chance. Dude. Yeah. Like, didn't even have time to be like, hey, put down the fucking hammers, dude. <laughs> guy, just, as soon as he gets up there, just like, wait up, bro. Throws yeah. him over. <laughs> you just see him just fucking fly down. It was awesome. I loved that. Yeah. I was like, sweet. Ferrix kick to the chest. <laughs> right, there were Spartan kicks. Fucking A. Yeah. Fucking A. Shout out Gerard Butler. Yep. Ferrix kick, baby. I liked that. Uh, and then we kind of see Deidre. She's, while she's trying to escape, she just took this rock to the head. She's kind of just like crawling around now on the ground. And basically, it looks like she was about to get like just ripped apart for a second. All these fucking guys kind of like grabbing her and shit, trying to drag her away. Yep. Like, oh, shit. She's scrambling for the gun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's trying to scramble for it. Then all of a sudden... Who's going to come to her fucking rescue? But Ramsey goddamn Bolton. Your boy. Ramsey Bolton <laughs> comes in, saves the day, is able to, like, basically, in disguise, sort of, like, oh, I'm a rebel, too. I'll fucking take care of her. Got her at gunpoint. She's like, fall fucking me. Go that way. Yeah. And she finds out that it's him. And then they have, like, this weird fucking tension moment. I was like, all right, yeah, Ramsey, get the girl, bro. Like, make out with her. And then they just kind of, like, sit there, like, staring at each other's mouths, and they're, like, shaking. It's so, you. I should say thank you. I'm like, yeah, you should with your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Up on it. Yeah, <laughs> she's just so rattled. She can't even think. I guess. Like, she's like, I was the top shit in the Empire a second ago, and it then I was almost just fucking curb stomped by 50 Ferrix people. Yeah. That would have been a fucking gruesome. But, like, the, like, that's how he gets back on her good side. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Lay, lay, Stalking lay, her. <laughs> Stalking <laughs> her. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just expecting. Yeah, as soon as he sees her, he goes to, like, make a move for her. Moss grabs him. He's like, yo, chill. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Well, I thought you might be in danger, so I can't. Yeah. yeah it's it's kind of weird. It, no, yeah, like I said, they, there was, like, this moment. Like, because they're so close, and they're just, like, looking at each other, and they're just like, oh, you know what I mean? I'm just like. All right, like right. She, has, fucking... she has to respect it because his weirdness saved her life. But True. he also was mad weird by following her everywhere. Yeah, whatever. I just thought my boy was gonna have a big moment, but maybe that's his way back. Yeah, into none. The, yeah, into the, that was the a empire. big letdown. Yeah, yeah. Who knows what we'll see if fucking him next season? Uh, we go to uh, Pegla. Actually, you know, you know, one of, that's one of the things I uh, I missed real quick. This was in this little montage of scenes right there. That's when they showed Mosk. Mm. Uh, actually, no, it wasn't. I lied. No, you haven't seen Mosk yet. I lied. Oh, I was right. Mosk is uh, Mosk is going to be shown it again in a minute. But I liked how they kind of like I said. I think I like how they left his character because I think he's. Uh, we were expecting Ramsey to be the one that switches sides, but now I think it might be Mosk. It's Mosk. Mm. Needs to be Mosk. Must be Mosk. <laughs> um, I like it. We see like Pegla. We see Brasso. We see the kid that threw the bomb. This other woman, who I'm thinking is maybe one of those daughters of Ferrix. Yep. They're all, like, on this jet. They're kind of getting ready to fucking take off. B2's kind of like, yo, like, where are we going kind of thing? Where is everybody? Like, we don't. Andor, all of a sudden, shows up. Tains B2's mood right around. He's like, Cassian, what's going on, baby? I haven't <laughs> seen you in so long. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, all right, let's go. Let's get the hell out of here. Andor's here with Bix. We got all of our main squad, like... Get the fuck out of here. 
And although, like, nah, not leaving yet. Got some business to take care of. B2, look after Bix. Like, I'm going to come find you guys. And then Bix is even like, he'll find us. And yeah, that was Seems cool. like she's still a little out of it, though. Because they're like, who? And he's like, like, Cassie. And Cassie's like, yeah, I'll find you. Yeah. <laughs> right, you weren't really sure if she was saying, like, we're doomed. Like, they'll find us. Or Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's like, nope. Nope, Cass will Cass. find us. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I I like that. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that makes. That's sense. what I got. Like, yeah, the the evil empire will find us. Or he's like, no, no, no. That's uh, that's Sheboygan will find us. Sheboygan. <laughs> <laughs> um, we go quickly to Mon Motha, and we see that she is going. Even even though it seems like she does have something in the works, like we've already hinted at earlier, it seems like she's still keeping all of her options open. Because her closing for the season, we just see her quickly right now with her husband and child, and they basically show up to like a meet and greet kind of a thing mm-hmm. with the like loan shark guy that she met with earlier, who's offering the 400k credits she needs. He's there with his son and his wife. Seems like we're gonna let these kids meet for the first time, and you know, see. He just thought, he didn't say necessarily we needed a marriage contract. He said let's just put our kids in a room together and see what happens. I know. Seems like she skipped a step a little bit. It yeah, seemed, seemed more like a marriage thing. And her daughter seemed into it. She did. I noticed yeah. that too. Like she seemed excited. She yeah. had like a smile, kind of like, all right, this is yep. Farrick's Customs. But it seems like she's very into all of that shit. We kind of saw that in that little school meeting thing that she was at last week. She was clearly like right. very diligent to all of the shit that she's learning, even though Mon's not about it. Right. Which we thought might be their local religion or yeah, maybe I don't know. yeah, cultures and shit. Yeah, like uh, culture that they've grown past, but she's still holding on to kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that was just the weird, again, another character, actually, a perfect example, actually. Another character that we've spent a lot of time with this season. And then the finale, she gets, like, literally two scenes that are each 40 seconds long, tops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that random dude, Pegla, even, both, like, all these random characters, I just feel like getting way more screen time than fucking some of, like, the main players. It's true. I don't know. Kind of weird. Um, this is when we go to Mosk real quick. We go back to Ferrix and we see Mosk, but he's literally, we close out for the season with him, another quick closeout scene. He's literally just sitting down, like on a stare on Ferrix. But he looks like he just went through, he looks like he went through a ringer. I don't know if he was trying to break up the melee or what have you, but he looks like he was, you know, he looks like sweaty. He's just <laughs> pounding down some booze. Mm-hmm. And I just like, I don't know, the way that they just left it, I was just like, Mosk, baby, are you... You you coming around? You can come on over, Moss. Right, Hell we'll yeah! There's some room. Hell yeah! Well, was he like finishing a flask or something? Yeah, like, he was like, pounding yeah, some knocking some it off. Oh yeah, finishing the sixth shot of the flask or whatever. Yeah, I just like the way that they ended it. Him by himself, just kind of I don't know. Yeah. I just get this vibe that no, I like that. I didn't different. think that at all, but I'm with you. I, I somebody needs to turn. Right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We didn't know we we mentioned Ramsey. I think we even seemed like seemed like Ramsey's going back the other way. Yeah, yeah. You know. I think, that, I think that dream is dead. I do, too. At least for a while in season two. Unless, like, DJ gives him some booty and then breaks his heart. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's see how unstoppable as we can get. We just open up season two and it's fucking Deidre and Ramsey Bolton is fucking Ooh. going at it. Smacking. <laughs> Ramsey Bolton clapping Quiet, 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 quiet. ugly, ugly no, love me. And all starts up with like that HBO screen and just like, warning, nudity, sexual content, <laughs> <Yeah>. fucking <laughs> Ramsey writes him a butt right afterwards. <laughs> yeah, going White Lotus on it. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Um, and then we go to our closing scene for our, our season. Uh, we go to Luthen. He's seen enough of this crazy day. Didn't really get mixed up in it at all. Just constantly watching from the sidelines. 
I was waiting for him, though. I thought, mm-hmm. like, this is when he had moments, man. But he can't blow his cover. Get that. He's too big. Too big a guy. Can't blow his cover. Right. But we see him. He goes back to his ship. He's getting ready. They're talking to his little robot thing. Like, all right, get all the ship ready. We're blasting off out of here. And then all of a sudden, you can just tell he has, like, fucking his pita sense, his little spider sense is tingling. And he's just like, something's fucking wrong. Turns around. There's Cassian. He's like, ah, shit. This ain't good. Cassian knew right away. He was like, you were trying to kill me, weren't you? And he was just like, uh, yeah, but uh, you're not easy to kill. <laughs> right. So like, easier said than done kind of thing, which I liked. And then um, Cassian's going to say, okay, well, I'm never going to make it easy for you that I'm going to make it for you right now. Just literally like fucking gives him a blaster and says, go ahead, do it, kill me. Here I am. Yep. Uh, and then he says, basically, you know, you can either fucking kill me or you can take me in. Gives him two options. Which I don't know what he exactly means by t- like take me in like literally like like, oh, like an orphan like, kind of take him in like bring me into the right, fold. like train yeah, me. Yeah, I think that's or, what he meant. All right, yeah. let me join. Obviously, he's not bringing him into the fucking empire. You know what I mean? Yeah, make me your number two, man. Yeah, I'm your best fucking guy. Yeah. You want to kill me for some reason? Either do it or freaking let me let me be your number two. Luthen seemed very high on him when we first met in like episode three or four. It seemed like he you know he vouched for him very heavily to Vel. Like you need this guy. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know why you wouldn't want him on your team. Uh, and then Luthen, we don't see him answer, but I liked his reaction. Just kind of lets out like a little like a little snicker, like a little laugh, just like <laughs> you motherfucker. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's like you kinda, you're coming with me, boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then from there we just go to our credits, and we actually got a little end credit scene. Which we hinted at earlier. We, Seth, you had mentioned maybe seeing an emperor in this closing scene, which I was excited for, possibly. Yeah. Instead, and then I think as the, as, the, as the episode goes on, you didn't think that was going to be a thing. Yeah. I feel like, you know. Especially with the way they opened it. If they were going to yeah. show that shit, they should have fucking done it right there. Yeah. And then before that, too, backtracking a little bit, when uh, when Andor's talking to the people that are getting Bix out and all that, yep. he goes back to a common thing throughout the whole season. He tells them, climb. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When they, oh, with the yeah, ship. yeah. Tells him go to a point, climb, go away. So climb. I know. Con- yeah, they're really forcing that one. Constantly a thing that was going on this entire uh, this entire season. That's a good call. Yeah. That's a good and one. And K two's final words in Rogue yeah. One. That's yeah. a good one. That's climb, good one. climb. Uh, but like I was saying, the little end credit scene. We just see we're in space, and we see these little droids work. You know, attaching some metal, and then we see oh, these these fucking these pieces of metal, these fucking things that Andor was making for two episodes straight in prison. <laughs> And sure enough, we nailed it on the head. We fucking predicted it a few weeks ago. We see a zoom out. We're in space, and the Death Star is coming along quite nicely. Yeah. The final like touches about being done. Yeah, yeah, the final touches. Pretty epic scale the way that they shot that too. Did look very cool. Just like that starting in on, say about. Yep. you know, starting in on the tabletop, and then just like making this massive thing that ends up only being like the the beam insert. Yep. You know, like it's a yep. like. So it makes it huge, and then it's just part of another huge thing. And it's very, very cool. Fucking make a how to on all these shows and how they make this, how they make that. I want a fucking real how to make the Death Star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll watch that. I'll watch that out with Doc, no problem. How the fuck do you make a ship that big in outer space? That is insane. And, and why did you make it opening the same size as a Womp Rat that you could, you could <laughs> yeah. insert a fucking bomb and blow up on the inside? Yeah, That's what I want to move. Maybe there'll move. be an explanation in season two. Could be maybe because since all the prisoners broke out and all that, they, that was like the final thing that they had left. So they were yeah. like, "All right, well, we got no time left." So we'll- yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say at the very least, um, this pres- prisoner rebellion thing delayed the production of the Death Star by a little bit, definitely. Which yeah, which made them able to kill it in just in time, right? Like yeah, it, it was yeah, all yeah, down yeah. to like the day when when they when Luke killed the Death Star, That's true. blew the Death Star. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it it just all kind of adds up, makes it a. Uh, 
like Nemec was saying, like all these little actions add up to a big rebellion. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of like the point of the show, end of the day. Definitely. Small part of the big rebellion. What does he say right at the, he says at the end? It's like, just uh, try, right? Nemec, I mean, that's the yeah. last thing he says, though. Yeah, I mean. So he, it's like this, he's got to try. Yep. Yeah, uh, remember this. Try. Try. One single thing will break the siege. Remember this. Try. So just keep doing the little things, man, including just slowing down production for a day on, yeah. on the yeah. Death Star, and then we'll do it. Yeah. No, both, uh, both Nemec's speech and Mava's speech I thought were really good. Yeah. I liked both of them. I yeah. like and the they echoed each other a lot, too. like we were yeah, saying. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, the uh, one small thing, the um, power doesn't, what was it, power doesn't panic. Yep. They basically just echo all those same things. Very cool. Yeah, no, both both good. Um, but that basically wrapped up our episode, the season. What did we think? I mean, what, what do we got for thoughts? What do we think about this season? I've already spent a lot of what I've said about how long it's gone on for and how I just expected a little bit more explosions, and that's kind of what I expected. Same thing from this finale. It was a well-made show. I said that a thousand times, too. Between the look, the sounds, it was well done. Mm-hmm. Just, I just wanted a little bit more. I'm with you that they could have made it more epic. I'm with Seth where it could be setting it up to be more epic in season two, you know? Uh, yeah. But I, I overall enjoyed it. I would recommend anybody who likes Star Wars to watch it for yeah. sure. I think if you um, don't like Star Wars, you can easily watch this show and like it. Yeah. Right. It's more relatable than other Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Or even if, uh, even better, even if you haven't watched it, like imagine seeing that end credit scene, imagine not knowing what the Death Star is. Oh, yeah. true. You know what I mean? That's kind of added to it. What the like, fuck oh, is shit. that? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I never thought of that. Yeah, I think it might be even more entertaining for the non-Star Wars people. Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. Right. Like, it's almost your expectations that made you not like it. Right? Like I it, would overall, it wasn't that. that bad, but you're just like, you knew the scale of the whole yeah. show and series, and you, you knew that they could get there, and they didn't quite. Yeah. So that's, that's like why you didn't like it, maybe? Yeah. But, I just the biggest thing to me was it, there's episodes that straight up just could have been cut out. Yeah, like straight it, up cut out. It was just for me. It, it took a while for me to. I think it finally caught up towards the end. Yeah, I, I didn't 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 really affect me that much until the very end, it like the last two. Long. But <laughs> too long. yeah, the last couple I fucking had to power through. Power. You do eight. You probably do eight. And eight. It's, Definitely. As long as it wraps it up be, properly, better, I'm cool with it. Yeah. And shit, you know what I mean? It's like it's just better. It's like every episode would have had more pop. There would have been just less downtime. Every episode has when it's less episodes, every episode has more effects. It's just I don't know. It's, it's like watered down. There was mm. just so much slog. Right. Once the whole story is done, though, if it's a good story, then I'll be appreciative of all that stuff. Like yeah. the same way that like we wish we could see every deleted scene of Game of Thrones. You know, yep. it's like. Nope. I don't care what it's about. Show me the Game of Thrones shit. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't care what it's about. Show me all the and or insights that I can possibly know. Yep. But, yeah. But yeah, it all depends on how they how they wrap it. I, I want to hear uh, I want to hear Seth's list here. Seth was mentioned yeah. that he is I, know. Now, I, I didn't rate. Yeah, what is is it all? Is it everything? So I did basically just every the like the main things in Star Wars, I cut out things that I haven't followed through. Like the Clone Wars, I haven't watched all the okay. Clone Wars. I didn't watch uh, Bad Batch. Okay. So I basically just tied in a list of the the combination of the TV shows that have come out as well as the movies. All right. So I have Empire Strikes Back, A New Hope, Return of the Jedi, Mandalorian, Rogue One, Revenge of the Sith, Andor, Force Awakens, Phantom Menace, 
Rise of Skywalker, The Clone Wars, Book of Boba Fett, Obi-Wan, Big Gap, Last Jedi. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I have for my list. Wow. So I was, I was too fascinated to fully process, but... I'm very happy. So I got, original, like all the, the original three. Original right. trilogy. Yeah. Yep. Original trilogy, yep. Um, Mandalorian, I think, is just... Awful. It's the yeah. best thing that they've come out with That's since the original, the original trilogy. trilogy. Yeah. I combined the two seasons. I didn't really want to break down, you know, season one, season two. Nah, that's all. Yeah. I mean, I still remember the end of the end of season two with Luke Skywalker, and I was like, this is one of the coolest fucking. Oh, uh, awesome. This is one of the coolest things I've seen in Star Wars. Yeah. That's a finale. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's Ro- a finale. Rogue One was phenomenal. Uh, Revenge of the Sith, I put a little bit before Andor. Uh, Force Awakens. This is where I get into like, eh, category. Force oh, Awakens was boy. decent. Phantom Menace, again, good. Rise of Skywalker, fine. Clone Wars goes very far, like the episode Attack two of the Clones. Clone yeah. Attack of the Clones, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Garbage dick. That goes far down for me just because Hayden Christensen's fucking acting in that movie is <laughs> horrendous. That's the pre- sand. That's prequel you can't commit. Horrendous. It's so irritating. It's so irritating. Book of Boba Fett, <laughs> like I said, they had to call in Daddy to make it an okay show. It, <laughs> sure was, it wasn't good until <laughs> they, right. they called in Daddy. Uh, Obi Wan, borderline useless, and just overall like plot holes and just <laughs> things were just lazy. Like you said, it was like not very well appealing. No, they, um, they and then, pulled in all know. kinds of like Star Wars like buzzwords and yeah. like all the key shit. Yeah, though. like that. That they definitely did a better job. Yeah. with. and then I've said but. it before. Last Jedi is one of the most insulting things I've ever watched in my entire life. Might <laughs> That's as well, number Ryan nine. Ryan Johnson might as well just slap me in the face with his penis. <laughs> I didn't that, that movie. I don't was that the ninth movie or was that the no? That was episode one? eight. Yeah, right. yeah. I don't think that's terrible. You know, as you were just going through that, people are not going to like this. But it's not that I think it's. If you don't say Empire Strikes Back is the best Star Wars, it's not. It's not. You're wrong. A new hope. I mean, it's New Hope, but that's fine. Uh, Regardless, (laughs) I honestly, I've always said I'll take Return of the Jedi over Empire Strikes Back too. But we're not going to get into that. But what I am going to get into real quickly, just because I, it's honest, and this is what we're talking about is Andor. While I think it's like a better product. I am gonna go back and watch almost anything before I go back and watch Andor, just because I'm gonna say like probably not, probably not until season two. Yeah, you start getting whispers of season two coming out. Yeah, and the release date. If you tell me that for the rest of my life I can only either watch season one of Andor or any of the prequels, I'm gonna I'm gonna take all the prequels. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> I'm just gonna. <laughs> they're just more fun. They're just a better. They're more entertaining to me. It's not that they're better. Like I yeah. I can I can sit here and truly say like Andor is a better made product. Than like the original, like the, the prequels. Yeah, but like, you'd rather, like I said, just be someone you want to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm gonna have fun. I'm gonna yeah, go yeah, like, and watch fucking right. Star Wars. I want to watch Yoda fucking flying around, fighting Count Dooku. Yeah, fucking it's not that you're being Palpatine. like you know like simple or, or anything like that. But yeah. you just rather you'd rather leave having that the yeah. feeling that you do of like you know whether it's cool special effects and yeah, then yeah. how like deep and they missed out on the wow factor is. for sure. Yeah, that was yeah, not. Yeah, definitely. yeah, it's a good way to put it. The wow factor, especially really like for the wow, like for me, the wow factor was the the prison break, and, and then to go right back the last two episodes to small scale, it kind of like lost person rebellion. Yeah, it lost yeah. a little bit of its steam that it had from that episode. Right, that was like. yeah. The prison was a five thousand person rebellion against yep. like an unstoppable force, and then you go back to Ferrix and it's. I'd have to go back and like watch them all again, honestly, individually. But that breakout episode to me was like, I don't know. People are saying that's a, that was their favorite. It was probably like my like third or fourth. You like the heist, Aldani heist better. Aldani was definitely my favorite, and then I actually did. I did like episode three. 
I did enjoy episode yeah. three. The shootout, Luthen escaping with Andor, the kind of mystery, Luthen kind of vibes that he's throwing off, just knowing so much about Andor, saying how his father was hung in the streets and all that shit. Okay. I, that was all very intriguing me. That was the beginning of Luthen really becoming kind of this mystery that, all right, this guy is fucking, yeah. this guy is something. You know or just I mean? like for him, to go, for him to go back to Phoenix and not get caught. Like, not even get come caught. On. It didn't even like not struggle, even, I felt like. Yeah. It was so easy. Right. I'm with you. I'm totally yeah. with you. It just felt like, yeah, no, especially like after we said we doubled down security on this planet. Like we yeah. we upped our, you know, the empires, their, their, their foothold here. And fucking he was able to just slip right around. And they were pretty much all waiting for him to show up. Yeah, yeah. everyone, everyone, yeah. Right, true. yeah. You knew, knew he was going to show up. But none of them actually had any theories on where he would be or. Yeah. Yeah, they all got immediately distracted by the other shit. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I don't know. Um, I'm still caught up on A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. I might have second guesses. Oh! Hey. <laughs> I love it. I mean, A New Hope, not only is it what started it all, I don't know. So a I'm New Hope's just got that story. I, I'm due for, I I'm due for a rewatch. It's the the storytelling yeah, Fellowship's vibes. great. You know what I mean? I love the, the, the beginnings of the story, learning the people, the characters, the reasons why we're here and shit like that. Maybe that's why you'll love season one of Andor once... Once you know the full story, yeah, you know? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Once you know the full story, though. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, to me, I came away. The last thing we'll kind of do here is you know, give any ratings or anything like that we got. I came away. I gave it a 7.7. Cool. Take which, that. It's a hot night. It's a nice nice number. It was great. It was well made and stuff. I just, it just to me, was too long and didn't have the fireworks. That's fair. It's, uh, what do you guys think? What do you guys got? Are you got an actual rating or anything like that? I don't know. I put a 7.9. Oh, wow. It was in the 8s. Right in the same range. For, yeah, it was in the 8s for me until the last couple episodes. And Okay. Um, you know, I probably would have had it somewhere. I wouldn't say maybe a little below 8.5. Okay. Um, I would have had it up there. Lackluster if, if it just Yeah, the last two episodes, like I said, I thought we were really gaining some steam with the prison breakout. And then we kind of just went right back. You know, my, yep. my favorite character in the whole season was Luthen, and uh, there was no... Like we didn't really go back to him the, the, the last, especially the last oh. episode when episode the um, previous one was a lot more centered around him. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but like I said, I think ultimately it might get a boost down the line once we can just hit next episode and go into Andor season two episode one. Yeah. So I, you know, Good I might be able to give it a boost. We won't have to wait too long for that one. They they greenlit two like right away. So that's did be, they? Yeah. 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 Two should be hit. I think it's I think it's going to be next year. So nice. I don't think there's going to be much of a layoff at all. I know that they were like written together and stuff like that. So I think shooting started pretty much as soon as the first one wrapped. Mm. Uh, Luke, you have a rating of any variety? Um, I'm a little confused by our number ratings you can, currently. You, you can rate so I'm going to go letter rating. You want. I'm going to go letter rating. It's everyone's, everyone's choice. Um, if I was going to grade this paper as a teacher, I, I, like give it. It, I would give it a B plus. Wow. Okay. Nice. I think it was good. I liked it. I was engaged. That's a funny way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's a that's a funny way to think about that now. I'm confused about, about the numbers. I'm thinking about myself as a teacher, and right away I'm just like, this was very well written and well done, but put me to sleep. You had C good plus. intentions. <laughs> yeah. Need more action. Yeah. 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 I like the way you just yeah. said. Or just like you had a great world building. Paragraph. Uh, yeah. 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 Need more action. <laughs> go on, go on. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think it was very good. Um, they didn't let me down. I think there's more to come like on a lot of these people that we wish that we got more from. I think it's really cool how I don't know, how Cassian literally delayed the the 
Death Star by a week or something. By yeah. at least. Yeah, by doing all that. And obviously Aldani Heist fucked them up for a few weeks. Like, And it's just just going back to the Nemec's thing of like every little thing just adds up to the breaking point. Yeah. And it, it, everything counts. All these little tiny things. Yeah. That's, that's kind of the point they're trying to make is that it's not these big things, you know? It's yeah. like they're, chip, they're chipping away until they can make their move and it happens to time out perfectly, right? Right before they're about to blow shit up with the Death Star, it gets blown up, so. Yeah, no, I think that's absolutely true, that. And I think what Seth said a few times, too, as well, is that, you know, even though they're, they're the good guys, they have to get their hands a little bit dirty as well to get this job done because it's, it's a dirty war. Yeah. For sure. Uh, I would. I mean, Seth said it too. I mean, I don't know how you can come away from this and not think that Luthen was MVP for sure. The MVP. I, my other two, is he a Jedi? No, no, no. I don't think so. Not even like force sensitive. No. He has a really cool uh, walking stick that kind of looks like a lightsaber. Interesting. And he has the Kyber crystal, and he kind of turns around when he feels Andor Jedi, behind him. Jedi artifacts too. Yeah, in his, like, in like his the, shop. Does yep. have a big hood. Yep. And he's fucking beast. It's true. Come on. All right. Never know. Uh, there, there was a theory I saw that there's um this like missing uh, Padawan of um Count Dooku. Oh no shit. Like, yeah. Either bef- I don't know if it's before or after. I think it's before Qui Gon is his Padawan. Hmm. That's someone interesting. Someone who knows a lot more about Star Wars than me. I thought it might be him. Timeline ends up on that. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, aside from Luthen, though, they, I think they, the only people I really came away from that I was like, I like these people. B2, I like all the droids, but B2 is awesome. <laughs> and I like Ramsey Bolton. I don't give a fuck. I, I, I like Ramsey Bolton. I don't know why. Yeah, I think he had like the He's coal. His best. He like the coal LVP. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just absolute, absolute simp. Like just in terms of just his character, just took a huge <laughs> kick in the nuts as the as the season went on. Run away with me. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know why, but like just seeing him like at his desk that one time, and he was just like playing basically like Tetris on his fucking computer <laughs> at work. Just like shit like that. I don't like, oh, know, man. This just made me laugh. I don't know why. I, this guy, him fighting with relate. mom and shit. I was just like, it just gives me like Star Wars sitcom vibes. Like, I don't know. He's just like fucking Alan Harper, but yeah. fucking <laughs> Star Wars. You know what I mean? Like character wise, LVP, and then. I mean. Storyline LVP, Mark Mon Mothman. Mar Moth I heard oh LVP too. Whoa. And her and Bix. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, fucking, that fucking storyline. Uh Bix was like second or third cast on this fucking show behind Cassian and then maybe Luther. Oh uh, Luthan. And she fucking A wasn't in that many episodes, and then mm. when she was, she was basically a fucking prisoner who looked like shit. She's Just a mushroom. Looked terrible. Yeah. Right, she was either rough go. Yeah, she's either being a bitch to Andor. Yeah, or being tortured. Yeah, I was like coming into the show and I was expecting like some kind of sparks from her character and stuff. I liked her intro in the first couple of episodes. I was like, all right, this girl seems like a bit of a badass. But yeah, I just felt like not only was she not in it much, once she wasn't, she was fucking just being tortured, yeah. being prisoner tortured, just having a tough go. I think her and Ramsey both have a big season two. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I'm still not. I'm still holding out hope for Ramsey to. Make a turn to the yeah I mean, the they, rebellion. They fully established his whether it's his arc here. Yeah, whether it's Deidre, like you said, kind of pumping and dumping him, or <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Like I don't know. I, I think uh, I With think dirty up style. I, I agree. I, I still hold slap, out slap, hope slap, that uh, he, he can make a turn to the light side. Hey man, next next season, season two, the guy I'm watching is Mosk. Mosk is from. Mosk is coming to the good side. Mosk and give me fucking Kate. Uh, K2SO. Fuck, K2SO. Yeah. K2SO. 
Give me K2. That's yeah. going to get me going. That's going to definitely let a spark in my ass when this, uh, when he comes in. Let's go. Hopefully it's fucking quick, man. Like Season 2 opening scene. Hey, I'm K2SO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> but I'm also nice B2. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm B2 and K2. Oh, man. But um, anybody, anything else? Last thoughts on Andor? No, I want, I want to make sure I mention the possible Luthan Jedi thing. But that's, that was the last thing I want to throw in there. I was, yeah, no, you definitely built a quicker argument than I even expected. Because as soon as you said it, I was like, nah. But then I was like, okay. Yeah, okay. He's got that badass shit. I got to hope, he, I hope okay. he's not. I right. hope he's not, too. And yeah. that would be kind of going against yeah. the I whole theme of the show of not doing Jedi. True. Yeah. True, 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 but true. It would kind of spoil that. But if it's like the last episode or two, maybe yeah. it would be allowed. I don't know. Wouldn't be surprised even though if we get uh, some more Saw Gerrera in season two as well. Yeah, for definitely. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's right. basically gonna just build towards Rogue One. Right, right, right. But right. there's no Luthen in Rogue One, so yeah, yeah. No, not him and no Bix. Any of these people. Yeah. yeah. So there's gonna be some messy, messy uh, endings. Any of his other buddies too. Obviously. Well, I mean, I don't know why they. Well, I guess, but like even um, the, the Basil guy. <laughs> I guess his real name Basil Exposition. Yeah. Basil's. Basil's. There you go. Basil's. That's our, that's our really theoretical really name for him. We don't really know. Yeah. He's going to come back to that other guy, though, right? The prisoner that he escaped with? Was it Melshi or whatever? Melshi is part of Rogue One, yeah. Yeah, I thought so. So we'll see him again, maybe, in season two. Yeah. Maybe they'll come back together. Uh, but that's going to wrap it up for this season of Andor. Another show in the books. End of an era. Yeah, another show in the books. Now we uh, we don't have any any shows we're going to be doing full layouts for right now. But like I said, next week we'll be talking more White Lotus, some more 1899. We'll do some Guardians, a little bit more other stuff too as well that we'll be coming up with you know throughout the week. But we're gonna have to fill that hole a little bit. Shows yeah. are definitely going to be a little bit shorter, you know, for the holiday seasons and stuff like that, because we'll be covering less. But I'm down to do Dark or Stranger Things or whatever you're thinking. Dark would be a fun obviously the new thing stuff is do. more. More pertinent to the people, but yeah, no, Dark's a fun one though because, like I said, not a lot of people have watched that. So if we kind of set up some kind of viewing thing, cover a couple of episodes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's something we could do with the uh, the viewers and stuff like that. So that's that's something we might have to look into. I'd be down. And then I got also, when is you're going on that cruise for like 57 days or something like that? <laughs> when when are you like when are you gone? Uh, next Saturday, so I can I can do next week. All right, and then when do you come back? Uh, Christmas like 23rd. Jesus. Atta boy. Bye. <laughs> You'll be lost. Oh, Bye, baby. Boy. Ciao, baby. <laughs> Luke, how do you feel about Christmas movies? Actually, you said you've seen almost all of every Christmas movie, right? I saw more than I thought, but all no. Right. I've seen less than half of these. All right. So. I'll say we yeah. might have to. Uh, you know, I'm down I, I, I might have to call in some movies. Yeah, I'll say I might have to call in some uh, some new people for uh, some uh, Christmas episode because <laughs> they're not back to the 23rd. I have to like, call in the elves. I know. They're gonna get back on the 23rd. They haven't been here for like 12 days. I'm like, all right, guys, as soon as you get off the plane, come on over. We got a Christmas show to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tomorrow's Christmas Eve. Like, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna have to. We'll have to figure something out. Maybe we'll call uh, call in the do, or I'll have to try to find another ringer. We'll have to try to find someone new, maybe to come talk some Christmas movies with us. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, I uh, I have been working on my Christmas show, so yeah, or you can sidetrack in the dark whenever you want, man. I'm ready. Yeah, 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 no, for sure. Like I said, uh, we're definitely definitely gonna be setting up some things like that just for you know going forward to keep us covered through the winter. Yeah, so I mean, movie trips as well and shit. Yeah, I mean, this is all just the new stuff we like. Right, we, we are. Yeah, we've gone in deep for many years together, watching all all kinds of shit. So we had a lot of a lot of material to cover if, we, if we need it. Yeah, so yeah, open definitely. forum now. Yeah. Uh, but that's going to wrap it up us, uh, for us here tonight, episode 16. Uh, I hope I wasn't too egregiously awful tonight. My brain, like I said, I just 
wasn't on my A game today. You rallied quick. You were good. <laughs> I tried. I tried. Um, but as always, thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Please share the show around. Subscribe to the channels. Leave a like. Leave a review. Please make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page. As soon as you do that, you'll be entered into our raffle. 100 uh, YouTube subscribers will be giving away a $40 gift card to AMC, so you don't want to miss out on the chance to win that. Uh, as always, thanks to the boys for being here today. Couldn't have done the show without you. Mitts on the ones and twos. Luke Thank you for having me as always. Of course, bud. Man, it's great. It's great having you guys. I love doing this with you. So, Luke, pleasure as always, bud. So much fun. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Good night. Peace out.